Hey, welcome to another episode of Tell em JJ Podcast. This is episode nine, and I'm your host, Johnny B, and I'm always joined with... Johnny B. Nice to see you, Johnny B. Thank you, Johnny B. I'm glad this show is about Johnny B's. It's all about Johnny <laughs> B's. Johnny now, B, for B, anyone B, that just... Anyone that's listening to this podcast before any other episode, my name is actually Jonah T. Nice to meet you. You fooled y'all. <laughs> so we got Jonah T rocking out on the other end. Jonah, how the heck are you, sir? I'm feeling pretty fine, bro. I got a new haircut. Pretty pretty yeah. happy about it. Came out well. Looking looking. Um, I always Yeah, I, I I've I've needed a haircut for the longest time and I keep putting it off. I, I, I've, I've been like this like forever. Like I keep putting it off until it's just too bad, too yeah. much. <laughs> and you've seen my my hair in the last couple episodes. Every episode we've done, it's been too long and too bad. It was so I decided it was flowing like a Pantene Pro V commercial. That's exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I oh, so I decided uh, to to go get a haircut. And actually, the only reason I really did get a haircut is because. I'm gonna. I might be going to New York uh, this weekend. Oh yeah, for the first time since before quarantine. Before the dark times. Yeah. So uh, we- and it. Yeah, I'm. I'm meeting up with a, a friend of mine who's visiting New York. Uh, and I might take the opportunity to check out uh, some video game stores that I I used to frequent. Awesome. Uh, you know, so I'm I'm pretty excited. Yeah, it's like, great. And I was like, if I'm going to have some kind of social interaction, I might as well uh, get a haircut. <laughs> well, there you go. You know, that's that's the perfect opportunity. Make it seem like you're still well kept throughout all the all the chaos. Exactly. <laughs> Make it seem like, hey, I'm doing fine. <clears throat> yeah. But in reality, in reality, it's just a, sh- a hollow shell. Yeah. Hollow shell full of despair and unkempt <laughs> hair. Well, that's, that's how it's been for me. Uh, my wife just cut my hair. Believe it or not, hey, coincidence, we both got haircuts this weekend. Um, but my wife's been cutting our, my and my boy's hair. So she's doing really awesome with that. And that started, of course, last year during everything, when everything shut down. Because I needed a haircut when everything shut down. So, like, those few extra months, like, added. It was a long, My hair was never that long in my life. And... Uh, Actually, I had to wear hats because I used to. I I'm used to like spiking my hair up, but because it was so long, it couldn't stay up at all. So mm-hmm. I was just wearing hats, and I never wear hats. But that's when I started wearing wearing hats just to cover up my long hair. <laughs> it was just like <laughs> ridiculous. Like, yeah, and uh, so yeah. Then my wife started having practice cutting hair, and now she's really good at it. So I don't feel like even having to go out and pay for a haircut anymore. Well, that's well, it's good for you, but uh. Uh, I still do that. But for me, I get like one haircut a year. So <laughs> that saves money. Well, there you go. Uh, yeah, I'm, I was, uh, usually I was about like every three months or something like that. Cause I don't know, I'm weird. Like my hair, I only like my think, hair like really for about three weeks. Like it's like perfect for three weeks, like the style and everything. And then it starts getting too long. And before that, it's too short. And so I get like a three, a nice three week buffer. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I get that, and it's the same with with me. Like, for, I'm gonna I'm gonna like my hair for a little bit, but then I'm gonna hate my hair for the rest of the year until next time I go to this to a barber shop. Yeah, so uh, I'm uh, that, that, that's I'm just gonna deal with it. it. Looks fine when I slick it back, but you know, uh, I right. don't like to do that. Yeah, 
And it's annoying when I'm because uh, I have I have long hair when I let it grow, so it's actually showering with it, making sure everything's fine. It it gets annoying, and sometimes I if it gets caught, <laughs> that that's uh yeah, it starts pulling. I'm just like that's the worst. I don't want to do that. I think that's the shortest I've seen your hair in a long time. Yeah, let me take let me let me show you. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. Since the cartridge bla- cartridge blast days. Yeah, I mean, I I took like um, I think before quarantine, I I also got a haircut. I got a haircut in the like um, maybe July, maybe July or August, when when they were when they opened up again, uh, and then and let it, let it grow back out again, mm-hmm. and then then I'm then now I'm here. So every it takes like six six to eight months before I decide to do anything with it. Well, there you go. <laughs> Oh jeez, I'm trying to like prop up my phone without. Okay, there we go. It's all good. I see you still. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully I can get some some good New York stuff, New York games. Yeah, some rarities. Bring lots of money. <laughs> That's Bring the lots only of money because Ex- all exactly. those all those stores know what they have. It's really cool to walk into though because they have Famicom games and uh, old Europe games from like yeah. Super Nintendo era as well. At least this is what I remember when I walked into the last time, um, which was, geez, I think that was like 2000, um, probably 2017 around there. So it's been a while for me. Yeah. And uh, sometimes, sometimes they, well, while they know what they have, they, uh, th- there's, there's like a market price. And then there's what people on eBay are trying to bump up that market price to. Mm-hmm. So it's like something selling for $80, like let's say. I don't know some some game selling for eighty dollars. That's the market <laughs> price, and then it's not on eBay uh, too frequently. So someone's like, "Hey, this is kind of rare. Let's see if I can get two hundred for it." <laughs> and then if somebody somebody that doesn't know any better sees that buys it, that's the new market price. Uh, uh, I'm not a big fan of that. Yeah. So I'm hoping that that if there's a video game store like Video Games New York, or I think J and L Games. I think that's a store in, in like Manhattan. Uh, I think so. And and I might even check out the GameStop on Man- in Manhattan near uh, Penn Station because uh, it's it's pretty big for a GameStop. And the last time I got I went there, I got a lot of good 360 games. So I'm hoping they still have the 360 PS3 games, uh, like the ones around here. Just got rid of that section completely. They have like some sports games and stuff now, like a one one row of. Uh, of games from that generation. They've gotten rid of most of it. That's what I remember they, about GameStop. They used to just take out like bins of old games to make room for cardboard displays. <laughs> yeah, and and now and now all now most of GameStop's like real estate is taken up by collectibles and and uh not not even and, and like knickknacks. You know, it's not even like I, I like I like figures and statues and stuff. Those are cool. Um GameStop's ones are not that high quality, but I'm saying they're fine. But then they have stuff like puzzles, like pencils, like things that you don't need. Right. And there's like shelves of it, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I guess that's what they see their future as is like Think think Geek and their uh, uh, collectibles business rather than games. They should just become landscapers, like completely, <laughs> completely throw everybody off GameStop. Yeah, you give us... The lawn if you covers. want us to, if you want us to cut your lawn and give us a down payment, five dollars minimum. <laughs> Trade in uh, three PS3 games, get a free uh, leaf blower. 
exactly. or uh, clearing of the leaves. <laughs> yeah, because they, they don't make too much money just selling new games. I don't really think their pre-owned games business is doing too well. I don't know. Because because it doesn't really seem like they have too many uh, it's too many more recent pre-owned games, at least. Um, well, and if they do, it's ones that they pop open themselves. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. They, they just cut it up oh, and put it there. I hate when they do that. Yeah. I, but either way. Is there anything in particular uh, you're looking for or hoping for? No, I mean, the, there's always those expensive games like Asura's Wrath and uh, Lollipop Chainsaw and stuff like that. But I doubt I'll find those. So anything cool that's in a, in a, in a good price range that... And mainly I'm looking for games that aren't cross-platform. So they weren't brought up to PS4. They were, they're were they still on PS3, and that's where you'll find them. Right. Um, and I guess maybe some other console games. Maybe maybe if they have uh, some, something cool for the Wii. Uh, th- those games, I'm pretty sure, are pretty inexpensive still. Uh, and I got a couple of good ones from, uh, from those lots I, I was buying early on with my PS3 ps3 collecting uh phase yeah so i got a couple good wii games so i was like maybe i'll find something rare from there or something cool at least like uh i don't know i don't know many wii wii games i have i have like resident evil 4 wii edition and i was like that's pretty cool because apparently that's it's got motion controls for shooting Uh so i think that's like the best version of resident evil 4 um i wouldn't say best version of resident evil 4 but probably the best resident evil on the wii maybe well, no, because uh, it's not HD, but it's got motion controls, and it's a lot better than you moving the stick to to aim. So, uh, I th- I, w- I would consider that to be better than like a PS4 version because it the is less work Jonah has to do the better. <laughs> it's it's precise. It's precise and snappy. It's it's we we motion controls are good. The only problem is it wasn't HD. And a little under underpowered. It's an underpowered console, but who cares? <laughs> I can I can aim. I can aim my Wiimote. Ah, see, there <laughs> <You know>? it is. <laughs> I can aim my Wiimote. That's awesome. So um, are you going to visit Midtown Comics while you're over there? Or is that not uh, yeah, on your list? Well, it's... Uh, so I'm, I'm going to be... Because what they're doing is... Uh, I think they want to do like tourist things. And I'm just going to hang out with them while they go around doing tourist things. Oh, I got gotcha. you. I think they're going to visit visit like Ellis Island and stuff. And I'm like, I guess I'll hang out there. So this is kind of <laughs> like your... This is what your stops are going to be on this whole... Well, f- yeah, so um, if we're nearby, we'll stop there. But really, I'm probably just going to, once I'm leaving, I'll probably just make my way around town, try to do stuff on my own. But uh, if we're if we're nearby, be like, hey, you want to stop by this store? It's pretty cool. Uh, but they have their schedule, so I don't want to mess with that. Uh, you show them your schedule first, Jonah. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, <laughs> I've got to be at the store by 2 o'clock. All yeah, the good stuff yeah, exactly. comes out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, that's a good point. I should, I should, I should make sure I, I note when everything closes. Yeah, because then because <laughs> be uh, stranded and be like, oh man, I got yeah. Nothing. I mean, I mean, I'll have to go back home without uh, without stopping by these stores. This is the first time I'm in New York in like a year, so yeah. Uh, I, I need to make it take advantage of this this opportunity, right? You know, <laughs> so yeah. Uh, I probably it'll probably be fine. But yeah, it'll probably be like at the end of the day, if if we don't stop by during our tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, and honestly, I've 
I, I'm so close to New York, but uh, I I don't I've never done any of the tourist stuff. You know, I've been I've been to like one World Trade Center. Uh huh. But uh, I, you know, just because there's there's like a station in there. Yeah, I. But I I can say um, the only like being, well, actually, you know, I I, yeah, <laughs> I've actually lucky for me um, I uh, I did visit the two, the two towers before they. They came down, so at least I got that. And Ellis Island and the Statue of Liberty, we did in like fourth grade as a as a field trip. So I can say I did that. And um, I went to uh, the Rockefeller um, lighting of the tree. That was a couple of years ago, actually. So uh, that was cool to do. But by then, like everything is pre-recorded, so like you would get like you'd see the rockets, but like no one like hugely famous would come out and uh, cuz they already recorded it. it's for their safety of course so but um that was that was at least cool to say that I did um but yeah like touristy stuff otherwise like I don't go there for that it's just usually if I do that it's because um you know you're it's pre-planned to to just do that yeah. or something like that yeah so I've never I I, I don't really have a like a, like an urge to see any tourist tourist spots. Like I don't care about seeing the Statue of Liberty, but they're gonna go. So I'm like, I'll go too. I guess. Maybe there's uh, secret comics or games inside there, Jonah. You gotta look for them. Your national <laughs> someone, treasure. Yeah, I was about to say there's there's a someone stolen the Statue of Liberty. Yeah. And there's a code underneath it. That's it. You gotta go find <laughs> it. Exactly. Uh. So yeah. So I'm. It's gonna be a fun time. And and you know honestly. I'm one of those people that's like, uh, I'll make the plans and I'm going to have a fun time during the plans, but leading up to the plans, I'm like, I really don't want to do it because, <laughs> uh, I'm like, I just want to not, I just want to stay home and play, play mass effect. <laughs> not leave the house. Anything. Yeah. It's always that. Once yeah, you go, you that, have a good time. That's usually with everything. Yeah. <laughs> what yeah, are you going to take the train in or are you going to drive in? No, I'm never going to drive in. Never. So I, I was, I was again. I was going to take the path train, like drive up to Harrison, uh, pay for parking and then take the path train in. But then I was like, I have to drive to Harrison. So I don't want to do that. So I'm just going to take the Dover train. Mm. There you go. Yeah. It's, it's more expensive. I think it's like $30 round trip for the, for Dover. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to just driving up to Harrison and path trains like two bucks to get in. Oh, right. Well that, yeah. Well, cause I mean, you're but almost I, there I, anyway. <laughs> yeah. You're almost there. But I just don't want to drive to Harrison. It's like forty minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good time. That's cool. Dude. You're going. Um, what is that? This is Saturday. I'll be in. Okay. Good luck to you with the uh, being the weekend and all. <laughs> Should be nice yeah. though. I think it's gonna be warm one of the days, but at least it won't rain. I don't think like this past weekend, which was just all rain. Well, maybe if it rains. Like I'll have an excuse to just, hey, let's just pop into this game store and <laughs> and wait it out. It's shelter. <laughs> let's go. I, I had no idea it was here, guys. Oh I my promise. Gosh. Look at this. But now, but now that we're here, check out these games. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Exactly. That's cool. Yeah, I'm excited to hear how that how that goes because uh, it's been a long time since I had any fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because of COVID, of course. Because everything was because of, crazy. So. Because of COVID. Because of uh, because of the rain, the heat. 
it's it's like if it's not hot it's raining that's what it's been lately you yeah know, for me at least yeah no it has like this it's well it's funny because let's see last wednesday where we are was uh it felt like it was 100 degrees because it was so muggy out and then two days later at night it was like 39 degrees and then it was just raining for the whole weekend so it's just nuts i went from having my air conditioner on to my heat going back on i don't it's, it's crazy Hey. Yeah, I took I took my air conditioner down, like I I kept it up like the entire <laughs> the entire year last year, and I was like, you know, I'm just gonna leave it in so that I'm ready for summer. Yeah. But then I was like, it doesn't look it doesn't look pretty, <laughs> like next to all my stuff. Like I, I have everything like in us like shelves and yeah and like my games uh-huh. my games consoles and stuff and I'm like it doesn't look pretty there, so I took it down. I'm like I'll deal with it later. You got it starts getting hot. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm like fast. I'm, yeah, and I'm like, I'm too lazy to put it back up. So I'm not, so, you know, maybe I'll put it up or maybe I'll just deal with it. Well, there you go. Maybe it's Maybelline, you know? I was going to say, Jordan, so, you got to buy yourself some stickers then. Put some stickers on it and be like, hey, old school yeah. style. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, it's my aesthetic. Yeah. <laughs> you know, st- stickered up. Uh, air conditioner. Air, con- air conditioner, yeah. <laughs> there you go. And then you can uh, tie little streamers on, like bicycle streamers. So when the wind blows, it like. <laughs> flaps in the wind <laughs> exactly yeah but Pokes your eye out when you forgot that they're there <laughs> yeah but i'm all about the aesthetics and everything needs to look perfect next to my playstation 5 <laughs> you know there you go there's a i have my playstation 5 nice place xbox one x right next to it nice ps3 switch so you have an xbox one x not the series x no not the series i got the one x like a while ago yeah know? i was gonna say what when uh there was like a GameStop thing where if I traded in my uh, original Xbox, I'd get like, I think it was one seventy one hundred and seventy dollars in credit or something towards the thing, and I had some GameStop like points and a coupon. So see what they I meant to say like, was a dollar seventy five cents. <laughs> yeah, so so that that was actually <laughs> that was <laughs> that's they would pull that shit. Yeah, they would. That that was actually a, a funny story because I went there. I, I I was like, hey, this I had like a, the, I had the limited edition Xbox One, where it was the Advanced Warfare edition. You know, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't really care about Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, but I wanted a limited edition Xbox, so I got it. Um, so I when I went to trade it in, I was like, hey, here's the thing, and they're like, where's the controller? And I'm like. Because I didn't bring it because I wanted to keep the controller because it's a limited edition controller. I didn't think I needed it. But apparently they won't take it unless you have a controller. It's got to be complete. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, okay, fine. I'm, I'll be right back. So I left and I came back with the controller. And then they like they went over to uh, plug it in. And uh, it, apparently it needs it, it needed to be uh, updated. <laughs> and I hadn't plugged in this Xbox for who knows how long. And it took it was taking forever, and they're like, "Hey, we can't really do anything unless it's updated." I'm like, "You fucking okay?" So I took it back home, plugged it in, started updating it. it took like two hours, <laughs> and and then like uh, I I, re- I went back with everything, and and they're like, "Okay." There's some scratches on here. We're going to have to take off like 25. I'm like, excuse oh, me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's that. And I also had a, a like a regular PlayStation 4. And they were going to... I was trying to trade that in too so I can get like the Xbox One X for free. 
Because yeah. I was like super into Xbox at this point. I was like, I want this Xbox One X. Uh, so I I traded in this this PS4, and they're like, hey, we're gonna cut off some price, some uh, some some of the cost of it if unless you buy this this there's like a sticker they put like a lot like a black sticker they put on to make it look new because it had scratches on it. They're like, there's scratches. We're gonna cut off a lot of the credit if unless you buy this thing with it for like nine dollars. And I'm like, fine, I guess I'll do that. So you know. Long story short, I got my Xbox One X after a whole bunch of garbage, and and by the end of the whole thing, it was like twenty minutes before closing. <laughs> you know, GameStop was about to close, and I was like, you know, just barely made it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's funny. It probably, I'm surprised. Now, did you take your Xbox back home with you to get your controller? Or did you leave it there? Because I, no, I, I, I took it with okay, me. I'm I not could just leave see the there. scenario where you leave it there. You're like, all right, I'll be right back. You go back, and they're just like, you're like, hey, where's my Xbox? They're like. What Xbox? And there's like a brand new one on the shelf. It's yours, exactly. and they have like a five hundred dollar price tag on it. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't trust, I don't trust anyone with, with my property. So I'm not gonna, especially a retail store like GameStop. You know. Yeah. You know, I'm sure their their uh, their employees are are fine people. I'm sure they're fine people. Oh, I just don't trust them. It's the company. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, some of them might be sketchy, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna trust any of them. They want to climb that you ladder. Know? I'm a real fast. Exactly. So I took it with me, got the controller, came back, and and then everything was not fine, but eventually it was fine. Yeah. And I have a nice, nice white Xbox One X, Glacier White. I don't think they call it Glacier White. I think that's the PlayStation's white consoles. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, nice. I, I so that's I like I like having it and my PS5 next to each other because they're both white. Oh, there you go. So so no um, matte black PS5 for you then. Like custom, custom uh, faceplates and all that jazz. Yeah, I don't, I don't care about the custom faceplates. Although there was a before I got this PS5, there was like a company that was gonna do uh, like a special run of a PS a PS5. Mm-hmm. It was just it was black, so it was just a PS5 with black plates. Yeah. Um. And I and I was going to order, but it they were doing like people were crashing the site, and apparently they had to cancel every order that they got. Yeah, because, I heard that Sony cracked down or something, something well, stupid I, I, or whatever it was. Maybe, maybe it was a Sony thing, but I, I think it was mainly because they were not prepared to handle all that shit, oh, and like okay. they sold too much, too much stuff than than the product that they had. Yeah. So uh, they were like, "We can't do anything anymore." You know, we're just our infrastructure isn't ready to handle this kind of stuff. We so really, maybe we'll try again later. We really could only. Sell five. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you know, I was like, you know, I prefer the white one over the black one anyway. But this is a special edition. <laughs> so, and it wasn't official. It's not an official thing, so it doesn't really count. But yeah, I guess less- you try to resell it. Well, it depends on what the demand would be. But I guess it. You gotta wait you know, for I guess an official Sony to come out. But I I, I think the white looks fine. I think the white looks great, but the one thing that I really want is, is is like a special console, special edition console that doesn't have like a glossy black center. You know the the black that goes between the yeah. I, it it just gets really dusty, and I'm afraid to touch it. Okay. You know, that's one thing I didn't like about the Wii. Well, there's a lot of things I didn't like about the Wii U. You know, but the one thing that yeah. I really don't like about it is if you look at it at any point past like the first week, it looks disgusting. It's fingerprints <laughs> everywhere, right? 
just like smudges yeah. and yeah. Yeah, I I got like a I got like a rubber casing for my for my Wii U, but it's it's for like the ha- the the gamepad, but it still doesn't look great and and like the the casing doesn't like sit right on the console cuz it's not official. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, you know, this is just this is ugly. I like the aesthetic of my consoles. They need to look pretty. But they don't because it's not matte. Why do they make it glossy? I'm supposed to be touching it with my Mountain Dew fingers, you know? Yeah. My Doritos fingers. Well, that's like to me any laptop screen that's glossy or any computer screen that's still glossy makes no sense to me. Yeah. It's like how? Yeah. Why would you even a laptop? Why would you cuz to open it you're you have to like aim it at the the lights behind you or if you're outside forget it so that always boggled my mind it's like once they invented matt why go back <laughs> exactly it just doesn't and it looks fine if if there's like nobody interacting with this piece of technology and it's covered in like a dust like a something to keep the dust away it looks pretty yeah <laughs> but right. like keep but but this is like these are gamers. We're disgusting. <laughs> we're we're going to be we're going to be eating some Mountain Dew and putting our hands over the gamepad and then they're just like touch screens. Yeah. And all yeah, that stuff and you I put your hand take... in potato chips and then pl- play on a on a controller. <laughs> Forget it. Like you're going to have those like gunk in the in the in the controller buttons forever. Yeah, that's yeah, ex- exactly. I I actually keep I actually take pretty good care of all my stuff. But even then, like the natural oils of your hand is gonna get yeah. smudges on those on the stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, one thing about the PS5 controller is that at least the white, the white, the base controller, the, the other colors haven't come out yet. The white one, like immediately, it there started like getting. I, I guess either the paint's coming off or like it's getting dirty. Oh, really? I'm not sure how. And I keep my hands clean before I play my PS5 because it's a PS5, you mm. know to keep that shit in pristine condition yeah i mean well being white that's you know that's bold of them uh um, yeah but that's interesting They're, i'm surprised i mean you know especially you know i can figure maybe after a few years of use and like properly or not properly stored like say you left it in sunlight or whatever it's fading or something weird like that the um, sun will never touch my my room. <laughs> <laughs> I I blocked up all my windows to make sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's um, yeah, that's, it's 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 this it's this it's like I don't really care too much. Um, like if if I if I want to have like a collectible like handheld like a controller for the PS Five, they're they're gonna coming out with like a cosmic red and like a black or something. And they look fine and they'll great. Uh, maybe maybe I'll get them eventually if there's a sale because they're like seventy bucks. I'm not getting that. Yeah, I know. Even <laughs> at know? um, I think PS3 controllers were like, I want to say like high forty, maybe fifty bucks. And uh, I just remember that being yeah. crazy. But I only have one. That was PS4 was the first uh, system where I only had one controller because uh, PS3 I bought four controllers. Cause I was like, oh, when people come over to play, you know, they're gonna have to have a controller, and uh, but PS4, and then, but because then PS, you became antisocial. And then I, then, yeah, then I then I blocked my windows up. <laughs> but um, like PS4, the controllers I think were like fifty bucks, sixty bucks almost, like the price of a game. Yeah. So it's like I only, I'm like I'm only buying one, and then see, cause PS3, I, I think I had more than. I think three was my limit on a PS3. I think we played, um, uh, how did we play? 
Anyway, it was it was a co-op game, but it was like only once out of the right. whole lifespan. I still having a PS3, so I was like, I'm only gonna buy one controller for PS4, and then uh, see I, what happens. I'm actually really relieved that I bought more than one con- uh, controller for the PS3 because I have the original black one, which is not the not a good one. I think it's fine, but it doesn't have like the rumble. It's, it's not just six. Yeah, it feels like a piece. Axis. It feels like a toy. Yeah, it's exactly. So light. I had one. I had that one. Cause that came with the system, mm-hmm. and then I had the three others that were Dual Shocks, which it, it completely. Yeah. Sony it, it almost so good. Sony really almost fucked up with PS3 man because their cell process their cell yeah the cell processor was a bitch to uh, learn how to co- or adapt to you know program mm-hmm. for in the beginning, and they had to take out the Dual Shock to try to lower costs and I was like it just. Terrible, but they put the motion yeah. in. Like the motion, they put the motion was in. like six the, axis. The six axis, yeah, yeah. Which was and a whole I gimmick guess... thing. I don't need to be thinking of a new like, you know, unless I'm yeah, I'm doing a racing game, but I don't need to be like like I'm just thinking of Uncharted. I think they tried using it for, and it was just like I don't need to be trying to do all that stuff. I just want to be able to feel the rumble, which I'm I'm ex- I'm excited to try the uh, Dual Sense. On the PS5, yeah, well, that sounds awesome. Here's the thing: I I, I really like the Dual Sense a lot. I don't have any issues with the controller, and I've been comparing it a lot to my PS4 my PS4 controllers uh, that I've had over the over time. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed something is that every single PS4 controller I've had has some kind of issue, like uh, like there's there's like a like a drifting issue with one of my with my one of my PS4 controllers like the like the left stick doesn't do exactly what I want it to do most of the time unless I click down not to keep having to click down on it mm-hmm. uh my the my white one that one wore down like really quickly like the the finger like the 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 sticks yeah the rubber rubber on the DualShock 4 controllers the sticks they just wear wear out really quickly if you it, with uh with like daily use. Wow. And I don't really think I used it all too much. The white one. I I, I think I had it the longest aside from like the first one. Uh, but it's after I it wasn't like I used it nonstop for like years. Yeah. You know. Well, that goes to show how like the PS2 controllers because we were talking about Dragon Ball games a couple weeks ago. And, like, I remember when, uh, like, Budokai 3 or, like, the Tenkaichi games where you had to do, like, the, the spinning on the, like, how fast you can rotate the joysticks to, like, mm. win the, the, the battles, the beam battles. Yeah. Like, those controllers went through hell, man, and they, they held up perfect. They're, like, solid. Exactly. So, but if you look at my my white DualShock 4, it'll you'll see both sticks, they're, like, torn open. One is, like, hanging off. Like, oh, Wow. The the, pla- the the rubber and you can see the inside hard plastic really? inside of the inside of the rub the the soft one and I'm just like I mean it still works better than my other one that has drift so I still use it. John, it's <laughs> but, just because you have such rugged hands. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's that's it. So um, so I have I I think I only have I have three DualShock fours. None of them are prop are none of them are like perfect. And I have three DualShock threes, well, two DualShock threes and one six axis, and the two DualShock threes are fine; they're great. Um, and this DualSense is is very hefty, which I like a lot, mm-hmm. and it and it's very and it does exactly what I needed to do. 
So I'm very happy with it. There you you know? The problem is that they're putting all this technology into it that's driving up the price every every generation. Yeah, how much is like, it now? How much is for the DualSense? DualSense? Well, for the black one that's coming out, that's uh, I think that's like $70. And the red one that's coming out, that's $75. Oof. And the only difference is the color. So <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I guess... Well, I don't know, man. Um, For that price, it should never have drift or wear at wear down at all. Exactly. <laughs> you would. I'm think. hoping. I'm hoping not. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. But the, and and I say that they're putting a ton of useless technology in, but I did enjoy the uh, adaptive triggers in Resident Evil. Okay. So what it what it is is, I'm I'm not sure if I mentioned this before. Not the uh, adapt adaptive triggers, but you've mentioned you've played Resident Evil. Right. So in Resident Evil, uh, every time you switch a gun, your your uh, the trigger is different. Like it feels different. Oh, cool. Like okay. so, there's like a gear changes in the controller. Mm-hmm. And so like if you're you have a shotgun on, it's yeah. harder to pull the trigger. Wow. Cool. Yeah. And when this when I first started doing this, I was like I broke the goddamn <laughs> dual sense. I started looking up. I started looking up things like it's it's hard to pull now. Why? Yeah. What's happening? It's, it's <laughs> and then your shotgun, sir. I was so pissed. <laughs> I was like, wow. "Oh my god! Like, what the fuck? This is <laughs> this is a PlayStation Five. Just got it." Yeah. And and uh, and so I found an article. It was like, "Hey, adaptive triggers are a thing. You probably should have uh, you probably should have researched it." <laughs> <laughs> they were talking about it a lot. I'm like, I saw the words. I just never processed what they meant. I thought they were just there for being fancy. Yeah. That's so, funny. so it's 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 probably one of the my favorite aspects about the controller is the adaptive triggers because it just changes and it changes like and you can feel the change like you switch to like a like you switch to like the Magnum mm-hmm. and it's and it you can. Like hear and feel something click in the controller, mm-hmm. and then you can keep switching Magnum shotgun, Magnum shotgun, yeah, pistol, and it'll just keep switching. Yeah, that's and it's, awesome. it's really fun. I heard it's really- it's, I heard it's like environmental changes too. Like if you're walking through snow or something, like you can actually feel a, like something in the controller that makes it f- like feel like you're walking in whatever it is. Like uh, one of the games coming out soon or whatever is like, oh yeah, it's, you're gonna feel like you're walking through the grass or something like that. Whatever it is, but it's just oh, maybe that's maybe that's Horizon. Uh, like could be. Uh, that, we just saw the new uh, yeah Horizon um, Zero Dawn or something sequel to yeah. I don't know, sequel, but I, I sequel to I, that. <laughs> yeah, this Forbidden West or something. Yes, Forbidden know. West. I haven't I haven't seen too much. It looks pretty cool. I saw like screenshots. I haven't seen any the tra- any trailers or anything, but I'm 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 pretty excited for it. But the problem, yeah. But one th- one thing, I'm I'm more excited for games that aren't open world. <laughs> so, you know. Yeah, I I don't know. I gotta <laughs> my backlog's so crazy. Like for now, for, like we're saying, um, <clears throat> like I always say, I feel like it's my my new slogan is uh, shorter is better, but. I do want to it's, have like time to play those games because they look awesome. I love, like I said, I love Breath of the Wild. Um, I know our buddy Carmine, like he was saying, he wasn't too happy with it, but like, uh, like for me, I I enjoyed it. I I enjoyed because it was a game I could pick up, do a couple shrines, and then put down and like come back to it like a day later or, or two days, whatever it was. Um, yeah, yeah, and and I get that, and I also I when I tried Breath of the Wild. I did not like it much. 
Um, I mean, it's fine. And I actually wanted to give, <laughs> it, give it another shot. Uh, so recently, Memor- they had a Memorial Day sale at uh, GameStop. Mm-hmm. And all this, there, like a couple of their Switch games were on $39.99. And yeah. Breath of the Wild was also. And I was like, should I do it? But I decided not to because, you know, it's I don't really care too much right now. Yeah, I feel like uh, if you didn't like it playing it once, I don't know if you'd play it again. Like if you just... If it's gonna just click and be like, "Oh my god, you know what? You're right. This is pretty well, cool." Well, well, sometimes, sometimes it's like you have to be in the mood for something. You know, if you're not in the mood for something, maybe you're like, "Okay, you know, this is just a grind for me right now." Right. Exactly. Like I remember, like I remember in the PS3 era, uh, the first time I tried Bayonetta, I was like, "This is kind of not great." <laughs> and then, like a couple months later, I tried it again, and I loved it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. Know? And Bayonetta's. It was, is still one of my favorite games. Well, I guess that's uh, kind of like me with Metal Gear Solid when that first when that game first came out. Like I gave it a shot because I, I was like, "Oh, people say this game's amazing, so I'm gonna play it." And then like, but at the time, I wasn't ready for the like story that it was gonna be, and I was just like, "Eh, it's all right." Like the gameplay was like, "Eh, it's too much to do." Like I don't want to have to do all this sneaking around and all this nonsense. I don't want to do it. And then. You know, a couple, probably about a year or so later, I played it again, and then got into the whole story. And then, like, I think I played the game maybe three times. So it's, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying, and that's uh, that's for me now too, though. Trying to find time, like, I don't want to force myself to play a game just to play a game. You know, like my goal, I yeah. wanted to play uh, God of War for PS4 so bad because I have it sitting on my uh, right in front of me when I'm looking at it every day on my shelf and. It's like, I'm going to play you one day. I'm going to play you before the sequel comes out. But it's just like, I look at my near future and I'm like, it's not going to happen. Because I don't want, the worst thing for me to do is pick it up and like rush through it just to beat it. Like I want to yeah. be able to like enjoy it. So it's going to be sitting there for a while. But um, yeah, I'm always going to be collecting though. It's just, I, you know, I'm putting away money for daycare for my kids first. So once that's good to go, then I'll start uh, being able to collect again. But right now I'm just... I feel like I'm collecting for my retirement when I can actually just sit down and just like play all my games I've ever played. <laughs> Honestly, for for me, uh, some of these games that uh, that I really want, like like I have Wii the Devil's Third on Wii U. Mm-hmm. I have no interest in playing Devil's Third for Wii U, <laughs> but I really I'm really happy I have it, and not just because it's expensive now. <laughs> it's just because it's a it's like there's some certain kind of games where I just kind of want to have the copy in my library you know maybe i want to play it eventually but i don't want to play it i just yeah. want to have it right um like like devil's third uh you know i kind of want breath of the wild for wii u but that's kind of expensive so i'm not gonna do that uh yeah it's 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 just because why is no, it expensive it, though it's just because it's it's less well, it's, common uh, yeah exactly it's less common uh, people bought the Switch version. Why would you buy the Wii U version? Because no one had a Wii U, and people wanted the Switch version. It's the better one, and it is the better one. It's just, <laughs> it's just uh, this one's Wii U. Right. Well, that you know, <laughs> and that's, I, and fu- I, that's funny. And I don't really, uh, you know, it is. Pro- was that like one of the last games to come out for the Wii U? Or are they still bringing out Wii U games? Uh, I'm not sure. Well, I, Nintendo's not bringing out Wii U. I was games, gonna say right. I'm sure there's like somebody that's popping out like a sing star dance or something, you know, (laughs) 
you know ubisoft does that they yeah. even they they released like a wii game recently <laughs> like they're like uh one of those let's let's sing karaoke song yeah games but usually just saying like in in the later half of a console's generation is when you gotta you know keep an eye out because uh anything that's good like breath of the wild you know it's good to collect for those like you're saying with the wii u because down the road it's gonna be less common but it's still a good game so exactly. People kind of uh, look into that, especially if it's a Wii U. It's going to be different from the Switch, so it's you know it's a unique unique experience. Yeah, and it's kind of hard to port things from. Well, for in the Switch's case, um, they, they didn't really have an issue with porting things to the from the Wii U to the Switch. But a lot of the Switch games, like uh, uh like a good example is is Wonderful One Hundred One. They ported that to the Switch, and that was like one of the one of the games that they made for the Wii U that was supposed to like show off the Wii U's like game pads advantages and all that stuff, you know? Mm. Um, and the switch version just puts like the, all the game pad stuff on the bottom, like lower right of the screen. They didn't like change anything. They just pushed it up to the screen. So it looks awful. Yeah. So in, in the case like that, I would rather have the Wii U version than the switch version. Yeah. Um, so in a lot of Wii U games uh, that exist that use that unique, uh, the unique gamepad features, while while maybe not they're they're not great features that they could have done without. If they get ported somewhere, it's going to be an issue. If you just play something on the screen uh, without taking taking it apart and putting it somewhere that makes sense. Yeah, that's just lazy. So, <laughs> exactly. So I that's why I, I like having copies of I I'm, I bought when I when I was playing the Wii U. There was a, there was a period I went through like. Wii U came out. I was like, I love Nintendo. I'm a Nintendo fanboy. <laughs> uh, so I was like, uh, I was mad when they took Rayman Legends, stopped making it exclusive, and gave it out to other consoles. But I'm still happy I have the Wii U version because the other versions um, don't have the Wii U interactive capabilities right. that uh, the Wii U does. Yeah. The other ones, I think you just press a button while you actually have to use the gamepad for some stuff. <laughs> I think the Vita version is fine because you have the back touchpad. Uh, but I think I'm going out. Of t- I'm not sure what I was talking about before, but I'm saying like the the Breath of the Wild, <laughs> <laughs> the Breath of the Wild uh, Wii U version is like perfect for me because I can't. It's like a collectible item, and I don't have much interest in playing Breath of the Wild. So I'll just like get the game as a collectible and put it in my Wii U, Wii U like a uh, shelf. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, that's cool. And. And you know it's, it's always nice to to grow grow game collections. Oh well, yeah, I, there's absolutely. Yeah, there's there's some consoles I really don't care too much about growing too much. Like I don't like I have a good amount of Xbox One games, but I don't really care too much about getting too many more. If I if I find something like uh, oh, you know what? Maybe I'll get. No, I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna start on that. I'm not gonna start on that. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I was my- gonna say. Uh, maybe I'll get out. Uh, maybe I'll get that one uh, Sea of Thieves game physically because I don't know. Kind of wanted it on physically. Well, that's the thing with with this console generation, especially with Xbox One. Because I mean, Cuphead, I would want physical. That's the one mm-hmm. game that I actually like. I actually wanted the Xbox for was Cuphead, and you know, it's digital only. You can get they- a you can get a physical like disc. But it comes with a code, right? Wasn't that a thing? Like you can actually get a physical um, case, but maybe. Yeah. But the, uh, uh, 
they since they ported that right they, they ported it to other consoles so i'm i'm, I'm hoping that eventually they'll have a switch i want a switch version of well cuphead. cuphead i think came out for ps4 finally i don't, I don't know if the exclusivity is that the word exclusivity <laughs> like the the timed exclusivity yeah right? um i don't know if that came out or if it's on ps4 or not but um you know with that with Xbox One cuz there's a for that system I would want to look for decent um you know exclusive games but really you just have the Gears of War you have uh the Sea of Thieves what else is there that's Hey yeah Halo you got Halo and what Killer Instinct Killer Instinct that's a thing Was that a good game the new one The yeah I mean if you like fighting games <laughs> Yeah, that's you know, the thing. From, like, well, you know, fighting games are one of those things that could be hidden gems too down the road. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, I I remember I liked Killer Instinct, but I only played like the free version, mm-hmm. and that was the version where you had like a it like rotated available characters unless you bought them, oh. and so so like every week you'd get like like two characters you can pick from and you can play as, and I'm like that's fine, but I want to play as that one. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know, but I think they have like a definitive edition physical copy now where you can just buy the whole thing mm-hmm. physically. I think back then it was only digital. Yeah. Um, so I'm hoping they'll get, give Cuphead a physical, but I want to, I want Cuphead's one of those games I want on the Switch. Uh, you know, it's, it looks like a Switch kind of game. And I, I mean, and it could, you, could possibly play well on the Switch. Um, it depends. I mean, there's a lot going on in that game. It looks looks amazing. I love playing it. It's frustrating, of course, and hard, but it's still like the look of it's just phenomenal. I just love that oh. that look. Oh, uh, did you see that they uh, they announced their um, I got remastering, I guess, Sonic Colors. I saw that. Yeah, yeah, and it's coming out on the on the Switch. So I'm pretty happy about that. I I was like, should I get the Switch or PS4 version? I don't know, but I, I know got the Switch. You know, it's, I, it's, uh... I feel like Switch is perfect for games like that. Like, that's what I was yeah. telling you about, Um, which I didn't get. But, like I said, I'm saving money. But I did see that uh, Sonic um, Mania, and uh, it, was like, it was like a dual Sonic Mania and Sonic Racers. Not that I would play Sonic Racers unless it's good, but I wanted to play Sonic Mania for a while. And that's, for some reason, I see that fitting on a Switch more than, like, buying it for PS4. Or Xbox. I don't know why. It's like those old 2D games. I feel like are perfect for like the little handheld. Yeah. Experience. I don't know, but that's how I, I feel. But know, yeah, like you're saying with Sonic Colors, like it's the same thing, like something like that. You know, I actually had the Sonic uh, Sonic Racers on Wii U, mm-hmm. uh, and it's actually pretty good. So, oh, okay. <laughs> get, so if you do get the double pack eventually, yeah, you should uh, give that a shot. Yeah, I don't know why I'm sitting on it. I mean, I, I feel like that's something. I don't know, it's like one of those things where you turn your head one day and then the next thing you turn, like you want to buy a game, but you're like, nah, and then you go back to look for it and it's gone. I mean, like, it's, it. <laughs> it's, I mean, like, it's, it's not like an essential game, you know, it's, if you want a, a racer, you just get Mario Kart, you know, so. Oh, yeah, well, that's, yeah. I have that but on it, Switch. It's fantastic. <laughs> I, ha- I have it on the Wii U. <laughs> I have the well, Wii U that, version. Well, yeah, well, I, it's pretty much uh, the same thing, right? Only uh, upgraded. Yeah, and I was like, maybe I should get that, but then I was like, maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> you know? Maybe so, I shouldn't. Screw yeah, that. so if there's ever, then there's never a Nintendo sale. I mean, like aside from this one that just happened, so I guess I lied. But um, if there's ever a sale, maybe I'll pick it up. I wanted, I want to build my first party Nintendo Switch collection, but 
they're never on sale and also most of them are ports from the Wii U which I already have yeah uh, I mean what are your thoughts on uh, Switch Pro whenever that gets officially announced like is that something that you'll be like oh hey I'm gonna get that day one well here's here's the thing I'm not sure like I, I want to be able to say uh, oh my god I need it immediately or I don't want it I would have a Switch I would need that but I don't know. <laughs> yeah. You know, it kind of depends what it is and what it does. Because one thing that I've had an issue with with my Switch is the Joy-Con drift. If they fix that, and also if they if they like change up the shape of the Joy Cons, I feel like it's a bit small. Yeah, me. some people had it small. I mean, I'm 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 surprised it wasn't small for me. Like if I um take the Joy Cons off, but I put the uh, like wrist strap things on it. I'm okay because it adds yeah. just enough where it's like not terrible. But um, without those, I feel like it's really tiny. But I haven't well, had you, really that much experience. Like I said, I've played Mario and then uh, Breath of the Wild really with um, like I would say like really long time playing them and I was I was pretty good. And we played uh, Mario Kart between my wife and I on, on the Joy-Cons, you know, flipped, flipped over so you're actually playing like a regular joy, joy pad. And that was fine. So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I the one the one th- I I bought like a I bought called something called a Hori Split Pad Pro, uh, mm-hmm. off Amazon for so I could actually use it in gameplay game mode because it's kind of uncomfortable just regular for me, um, and it's and it's great because it's got like the grips it makes it like look make it feel like an actual like hefty controller. Yeah. Only okay. problem is it it takes out a lot of the stuff like rumble and oh really like, and like the move stuff i don't know huh uh so it's just strictly a controller you know yeah Um, and that's fine for me uh it's it's fine because usually if i'm playing switch unless uh i'm most of the time i'm playing on the tv so i have my pro my my pro controller yeah uh so it's not that big of an issue oh and one thing i like about the joy cons is i i I use it for fitness boxing right i I bought fitness boxing you were saying you can just like you just place them in your hands and they're like my hands just cover them completely and i'm just like boxing <laughs> and and it, and it works great well, there you go so cool i guess but you know one thing that would push me over the edge for the the pro and this is just because i'm really into limited editions of stuff is if they give like a, a limited edition I don't know. Maybe there's a Metroid game coming out, right? Give us a Metroid update with a limited edition Metroid Switch Pro. That'd be great. Or a Bayonetta, Bayonetta three. That'd be great. I'd, I'd buy four. <laughs> I'd buy four. <laughs> <laughs> I'd get like two graded. Put like keep one sealed, and then I'll just play one. There you go. See, exactly. Johnny, you're thinking like an entrepreneur, right there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I I just feel like it's gonna be like. I don't know. I don't even know. It's, I mean, it, would, it wouldn't even just be just a new dock. It would have to be a new system, like an actual monitor. So I feel like it would be a 4K monitor. Um, I saw an article that said that Nintendo asked their developers to ready future games to be ready for the four, for 4K or something, 4K ready mm-hmm. or something like that. And um, one thing is E3 is coming up. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that means... Next- Next week? Two weeks? I, th- I think it might be next week. It's usually like... Sometimes it's like January 6th or something, right? So it's maybe next week. Yeah. 
and usually Nintendo has a thing beforehand so that people can announce uh, support for their thing, you know? So if, if they announce a Switch Pro, like, right before E3 starts, and then the developers can announce their e- Switch Pro games and stuff uh, during E3, that'll work out. It's going to just... So a- all it's going to be is Breath of the Wild Pro. Um, it's going to be uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate Pro. Mario, well, here, Mario Kart 8 Pro. Well, what they did... See, what I'm thinking is... I'm, I'm not thinking... I'm not thinking. A lot of people are... Oh, you're thinking. I, I never think. I'm hearing you. A lot of people are worried that there's going to be games exclusively for the Pro. Uh, and that's because there was a game, like a single game, for the new Nintendo 3DS. Like, that was not being... Well, you couldn't play it for the other 3D, 3DS consoles... It was only for the new, and that was the port of Xenoblade Chronicles on the Mm -hmm. 3DS. And they're thinking that could be a thing for the Pro, where you need the Pro to play certain games. And I don't think that's going to be the case, because the 3DS is is, is kind of underpowered. (laughs) You know, it's it's old technology, and, and Xenoblade Chronicles is a big game, a big console game, and they had to port it over somehow, so they needed that to be the case. But the Switch... While it's not a PS5, is a powerful enough console um, where I don't think I think you could downscale anything that could come out on the on the uh, Switch Pro to play on the Switch perfectly fine. It's just maybe not as smoothly. Listen, if they can put Doom on a Switch, I they think, I think barely be okay. put Doom on Switch. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't like half of it like a like a downloaded and it also played like four frames per second i don't know all the bad guys are just stick figures <laughs> they're like we need to have something on the shelf to get the, the like unknowing mothers to buy it for their sons and the son is like oh my god what have you done <laughs> this is the worst thing you could have done for me you know i don't know mom how dare you <laughs> they, they put they put the witcher on on the switch i don't know how that plays i cannot expect it to be play good <laughs> you know it's it's the switch the switch uh I don't think the Switch can hold that much data on their cards, you know? So, and I think a lot of their games that are huge, unless they're properly, like, compressed, which a lot of developers apparently don't give a shit about doing, <laughs> they're like, hey, let's just make them download the rest of it. <laughs> well, Jonah, I just, I just remembered and figured out what the first uh, Switch Pro game is going to be. Day one, day one launch, Skyrim. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> fucking Skyrim. You know, I actually tried to play that game again recently because here's the thing. I, I tried to play play I tried to play Skyrim since launch every couple years. I'm like, they love this game. I need to I need to figure out why they love this game. So I, I boot it up, I play, and I'm like, this is awful. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> it's now, so boring. Yeah, well, that's what it is. Like, you have to have an imagination while playing those games. I remember. I have a goddamn imagination. I, I remember for the first Xbox, <laughs> the OG Xbox, when people were talking about Morrowind for the first time, and I'm like, "What is this Elder Scrolls Three? Like, like how big is this game?" They're like, "Oh, it's so big." I was like, "Well, how long does it take to beat?" And they're like, "Oh, it could take you so many hours." And I was like, "Well, what do you do?" They're like, "Anything you want." I was like. Wow, I was just, in my head, I'm thinking, like, an awesome Grand Theft Auto experience where it's, like, you kind of make your own adventure, you do what you got to do. And I'm thinking how cool that is, right? I start, so I get the game, I start it, I'm playing it, I create the character. I don't even get, like, pants on the guy yet, and I'm walking around for, like, an hour, I'm like, no. I was like, this, no, 
I, I can't do this game. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, I, I guess, I guess when they give you all that, all that, uh, freedom, freedom. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, I, I, I love things that are linear and linear and done well. Cause, cause people are like, oh, it's too linear. Uh, it's, it's just a seven out of 10. No, it's fine. If, if you build a game around the linearity, it's, it's, it, it flows so well. You're having a good time, you know, like, like on rail shooters are great because it's, everything's going forward and, right. and it's built for, for the rail. Yeah. And then the game's like, oh God, I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but Final Fantasy 13 was pretty linear. You know, it, uh, I kind of hated it, but that was, not I because it was never played it, that one. I I barely played it, but it was it was kind of linear, and I didn't like it. Well, not because of the linearity of it, but because uh, I don't I don't think I think at the time I kind of just disliked their voices. Okay, <laughs> I was, and it was like the English dub, but uh, I just I was like they, they kind of sound annoying, and yeah. I don't like this. Well, my problem is, <laughs> see, I, I'm someone too that like could sit down play a video game but also at the same time go out and go for like a three mile hike somewhere in the woods you know so i'm like an adventurous type of person as is so to play a game where i'm watching somebody go in the woods like to have an adventure like i'm like i could just do that myself like that would be more fun if i just go out and do it and go find a mountain to climb or something weird like that so i feel but you know it's funny like looking thinking about playing games when i'm retired i think i could really enjoy games like that when i'm retired because then i'm like well now i'm too old to be able to do all well not that i'll be retired in my 50s but maybe 60s 70s where i'm like reflecting on my youth and be like hey listen here i am i can play these games and enjoy them because i can sit down without having like that um like i get that uh uh like guilt like oh i just spent all day just like playing this one like I just said, like uh, watching somebody go outside when I could have gone outside and did something cool. I don't know. Um, yeah. So, well, but, well, in the future they're gonna have all those super virtual reality games, so you could you could do all that yourself. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> you know? So you're you're not gonna go back and play Skyrim. You're gonna play The Elder Scrolls Skyrim Two: The Reckoning. You know. <laughs> And you're this time you are the Dragonborn or whatever they called him. I think it was Dragonborn. Yeah, I don't know, but I don't know. My my brother's really into that, and I I remember watching him play Oblivion, and I remember watching him play Skyrim for a little bit. Like I don't just sit there for hours watching him. I remember like watch him for like five minutes, ten minutes, something cool, and then go about my life. But I'm just saying, like the parts that I saw were actually pretty cool. Like. um and he was saying on PC you can do all kind. There's like a whole bunch of mods and stuff for it that make it really awesome. So, I mean, listen, all power to you. I used to have a lot of like when I had more time. Uh, I would really dive into games. Like for instance, Halo Three. I keep bringing up Halo Three, but that's because I think that was like one of the last games I really, really like played the hell out of. Like I used to make my own racing courses and like to create. Like you can create your levels. Well, not create levels, but like you get the blank levels and you can put items in it to make your own games i made a racing game i made a predator game like that actually played like you were playing the predator so like at uh you start out like as uh, like green commandos and like um one person ends up being becoming a like super powered 
like Predator, so his uh, color turns brown, and then he gets uh, the invisibility and like the uh, the sword, and he goes and like chases you, and you have to like go through all these like. It was cool. It was a cool. It was like a maze of like I don't know. It was cool. Anyway, sounds cool. Oh yeah, no, it I, was cool. I wish I had that still, but I don't. I, I, I don't know. Where I remember. <laughs> I remember. I think. I'm. Um, I think. Uh, I. I remember messing around a little bit in those game creation modes in Halo, but I, I was like, I, I was. I was like, I don't. I don't want to figure out what I'm supposed to do here. You know, I want you to build it for me and let me play. So yeah, I don't think I ever really got too far. I think I just like put some stuff down. Like, okay, I'm gonna do something else. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had it. I had it down to like racing because I was like, oh well, what's gonna get people to want to race? You know, they'll just go off and do something else. Well, I had it where like the map changes. So you would have to get to the warps to make sure you're still on the track or else the whole thing would get, like, you would end up dying. It was pretty complex and incredibly uh, creative for the time, but... Uh, Sounds like you should be a game designer. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, uh, it was during my free time and really uh, longing for couch co-op again because that was... Uh, my brother and I would have... Um, he'd have, like bunch of people on his end and i'd have a bunch of people on my end and we would just uh have a good time playing that stuff and call of duty and all that jazz so i was trying to make these levels so we can play them but then um i ended up trading my xbox in for what the hell was it? i think it was for um it might have been ps4 i traded xbox with the games in xbox 360 i think that's what happened Something like that. My that was my problem. I never usually. Well, yeah, PS4, I did that, but current gens, I didn't do that. But um, or I won't do that. Trading in, so that's yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, now you know the value of your your stuff, so you could just like if you wanted to sell something, you could sell it. Yeah. Well, my brother. Funny story, because Xbox One, when that was announced, and it was a horrendous E3 and reveal, like, they were trying to make a cable box instead of a gaming console. Uh, it was horrible, right? So my brother's like, what the hell? Like, he traded, he had so many games. He had, like, he had the whole, like, rock band set. He had everything, or uh, Guitar Hero set. He traded everything, and if we made a video about it, it would have went viral. Because he walked into GameStop with, like, bags and bags and bags. His console, I think he had, like, no, he only had one console. I thought he had two consoles. But, uh, he just, like, every Xbox thing he owned, he brought in the trade-in. <laughs> so he can, like, just get a PS4 or whatever it was, like, to get store credit towards that. Because he was so pissed off. Because he's like, he's like, what the hell is Xbox doing? And he's like, I... I'm about to show them, and at the time, you know, you're bringing it to GameStop. They don't care. They just want your money, but it was funny. It was crazy. In hindsight, I wish he didn't. I would have just bought it off of him, but... um, Yeah. How much did he get for that? Do you remember? I can't remember, dude, but he, like... Ah, jeez, I don't even know. To be honest, uh... Ooh. I would say maybe 300 bucks. Jeez, that's that's rough. I don't know. Maybe more, maybe I don't know. You know I mean, how probably you, you know how GameStop is. Yeah, I mean he's probably got more for the rock band and Guitar Hero stuff than he would have gotten now, because I think those are like worth pennies unless they come with the guitar. You know. Yeah, he had um. um did he? I th- I don't know. Yeah, he had the whole. He had everything for that thing. The whole guitars. Um, 
Because I think Rock Band was for PlayStation. Or no, was it the same thing? I'm not sure. Anyway. I think there's I think there's Rock Band on Wii. So, uh, oh, okay, never might, mind. It might have been pl- cross-platform. It was a little while ago. <laughs> what, three, 300 bucks is... Uh, I guess... I guess... Well, he got enough to get a PlayStation. Well, almost. Yeah, it might have been 400. I forget, but you know, like I said, you know how how GameStop is with their trading. So, you know, as soon as like they start deducting 50 bucks from the day it was first released, so <laughs> each yeah. year your system, uh, it's like, oh, when did you get this? Uh, 2006. Okay, well, it's 2010, so we'll just uh, deduct 40 bucks off for that. Um, <laughs> but. Yeah. You know, that's that's uh, that, that kind of hurts to hear. Probably a lot of good games in there. Probably a lot of games that are worth a lot of money now. Well, he had, uh, yeah, I mean, he had Halo, yeah, he had the Halos for well, it was just Halo 3 and Halo 4, I guess. And then Star Wars, he had um, Force Unleashed games. I mean, he had Gears of War, you know, all the all the good stuff for the most part. and. You know, uh, Skyrim, Oblivion, Fallout, all those games. So, well, he's lucky he got rid of that Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> he made you feel better. Anyway, that was his yeah. goal to make sure Jonah felt felt good. Yeah. So I so re- recently, oh, I, I was gonna I was gonna say something about how I wish people would stop looking at open world being the, like the best way to get from point A to point B and go back to menus. Menus are fine. Like you can remember remember in like uh in, in games like Dragon Ball Z Budokai when there's a menu you can play story mode, there's like chapters. That's fine. You can do that. It's it's it doesn't make their game bad. Even Bayonetta, it's like has chapters and at the end of the chapter, you see how you did in that chapter and then you get like a like a trophy based on how you did points wise. Mhm. Uh, and I'm like, that's great because then you can replay those levels to get what you missed, then do better and get like higher multipliers. It's just more fun and uh, than just running from town, town A to town B, uh, and then you're like, yeah, I'm gonna have a great time when I get there and collect those those herbs. Yeah. You know, uh, it's just people. I feel like it's a lot of games have moved from uh, to focusing more on how they look. And the spectacle of their cinematics than the gameplay, because open world games, they can be more immersive, you know. I guess because you're like, hey, I'm that guy, and I'm actually walking in this world. Yeah. Um, but if the game has fast travel, then what's the point? <laughs> you know. You know. Yeah. What's well, the point I, of your open world? I mean, like, then they gotta like take the fast travel out, but make sure you're not repeat like. Don't spend an hour trying to get, or don't make us spend an hour trying to get somewhere on foot. And then, like, two missions later, you're backtracking again. And then you have to go back further. You know, don't repeat. Just keep the story flowing nicely. Even side quests, if you have to make sure it's all linear to, like, a purpose. Like, don't, that's the problem. Like, you don't want to have to keep backtracking. And then, if that's the case, then they can get rid of the uh, fast track or whatever it's called. <clears throat> yeah, and and I, and I was just thinking, Spider Man PS4 is an open world game, but like the movement is such a big part of it, like the part of the fun, like moving around New York. Yeah, in Spider Man is actually fun. I don't actually really use the fast travel. I was gonna points. say I barely use the fast travel because it was like, unless it was like to a point where I was like, oh shit, I gotta 
You know, I only have an hour to play. Then I'll do it. Yeah. But for the most part, like you said, like swinging through the city is like amazing. <laughs> yeah, but like if you're if you're in Assassin's Creed and you have to take, I remember this is like the first game I think, and you like get on the horse and you have to like run, like you have to dr- like <laughs> drive the horse. You have to drive that horse. <laughs> you have to drive the horse to the next town. I'm just it. like, look at all the look at all these views. They're really fun. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and Assassin's Creed itself is one thing. It's I always got really pissed every time they it told me where to go on the on like the radar or map or whatever. And then I moved that way and there's like a mountain in my way. <laughs> and I'm like, I guess I just have to go over this mountain. But then I reached a point where I can't keep going up and I have to go back down to go around it. And I'm like, fuck you. Give me a direction. He can climb that anything, goes- but he can't climb when it gets too steep. <laughs> exactly. So one thing that uh, I like when games do, if they're open world, is if, you know, the, the goal marker gives you a point on, on, gives you a point on the way there, not, not directs you to the place. Like, I'm not sure if I'm explaining this right, but it, you, it gives you like a spot, like a, like a couple hundred meters this way. Then when you reach it, it gives you the next spot. Mm-hmm. And when you reach it, it gives you the next spot right. and it goes the route you should be taking mm-hmm. rather than if there's a marker on the goal, you just go forward and then you hit something. You have to go around. You have to find your way around. Yeah. And that's really annoyed me with stuff. Like I remember I had an issue with that in Assassin's Creed three when I was playing that, um, where I would just keep trying to find a way past like a mountain and I would, I would say, okay, this place goes in and then it's just like a dead end and I have to go back out and then I have to climb up, and then I have to go back down. I'm just like, okay, fuck. It's a waste of time. Yeah. And, you know, that's some people are just like, that's not an issue. You're just dumb. And I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> it's, it was not fun. The game I had says a bad it's time. rated E for everyone, or rated M for morons. <laughs> Give me a goal that's easy to follow. If, if, if I have to be in an open world, I don't want to get lost in it. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't know. Assassin's Creed's always been kind of a busy work for me. Like I had a lot of fun. My favorite Assassin's Creed game is Revelations. Okay. And that's only because story-wise it was very cool. You know, it was the end of Alta Alta not Altair. And what the fuck is his name? I don't know. Assassin's Creed always Ezio. Ezio. Yeah, my brother yeah. like again, that was another game I watched my brother play. Um it looked cool. I I still remember like the hyping up of the first Assassin's Creed game. With the developers and you know it was cool but it just uh i don't know why it just never appealed to me to be honest like just watching them like the story i'm sure is interesting and everything like that but it was just one of those games where it's like i didn't know if i would have fun playing it because again it's another one of those like stealth and type games and i don't know here's the thing i was so hyped for assassin's creed i bought the game before i had a ps3 so I had the game, and then just like it was a promise to yourself that you no wait it. hold on no no I bought the game you lied to me when I had the PS3, <laughs> but I ne- but remember I didn't plug in the PS3 for a while so I just had the game because I wanted to have the game until I plugged in the PS3. I'm not sure why did it... well, I, th- I don't remember why I didn't plug it. I think I was it was just say, the I had story's issues. confusing Jonah. <laughs> yeah no I, did you I not I pay I... the electric bill. <laughs> no I think I had issues plugging it in. Uh, it would set fire to my house every time. And I think around that time, I was just like, okay, video games are cool, but I, I kind of don't really want to play them too much. 
I don't know. It's because someone but put I, that in your head, Jonah. You but get I, that but rubbish I, out of your head now. But I had the Assassin's Creed, and I didn't have a working console to play it as, play it with, because one I had was not plugged in for like a year after that. <laughs> Did you lose the cord or something? Did you bring it over no, to your I, friend's house and? No, I think I just had trouble plugging it in the one time, and then I was like, I'll do it later, and just never did. You know, I don't remember. It's such a strange story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I, I, when I lose, when I am when I get, like, frustrated with something, I'm just like, I'll do it later, and then I don't do it. You walk away from it. <laughs> you walk away. I, it's a PlayStation 3, and I just don't plug it in. I'm, I'm, I'm goddamn ridiculous. <laughs> I um, bought all the games, so, and my only problem for not playing it was because I didn't want to plug in the console. So I, pl- so the first game I played when I did plug in the console was Assassin's Creed, and I liked it to a point. You know, it was fine, uh, and it was this was like the first game I played on PlayStation Three. It was like the first game since PlayStation Two era. I was like, oh my god, it's got. And first of all, I, this wasn't HD because I didn't figure out the I didn't use HDMI cables until like later on. Until like oh, Infamous. I got you. Uh, so I still had like component cables or compo- I think it was component cables. Component cables. Yeah, instead of uh, instead of composite, I don't remember. Components: the red, green, and blue. So yeah, that was the step up. Yeah. So I, I was just using those, and it still looked fine. I was like. This is great. This is next generation. This is, this is it right here. Open Odd open diff. world. I think I think the only open world game I played before that point was Kingdom Hearts, and I don't think Kingdom Hearts is even open world. <laughs> it's just like loading zones and stuff. <laughs> I don't know. That's so I think funny. that was the first open world game, and I was excited for it to be so new, but it was a lot of busy work. Right. And that's and that continues on. There's a whole bunch of collectibles that don't make any sense, and there's so many of them. It's a it's not a Ubisoft game unless there's God. There's like 50 useless collectibles, and there's like a hundred of them each. I remember. I remember one of them is like you have to find feathers. Like you have to find feathers all over town. That's like one yeah. of the five collectibles in the game, <laughs> and I'm just like, this is. I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, that's that's I think that's what kept me away from being a like a achievement hunter, you know? Yeah, I hear you. I'm never gonna platinum this because I'm not gonna do that. Right. Yeah, that's just one of those things where they put it in the game to keep you busy. Busy work. Yeah. I don't like busy uh, work. And, and and so like fast forward a couple years, every time every couple years I keep trying to do Skyrim, you know, because I, I keep thinking I'm missing something. People like this game. People that I am friends with and appreciate their gaming sense like this game a lot <laughs> like it's not even just like if you like skyrim it's not like oh hey yeah that's a great game you know it's like i love, love this game yeah. i i they they got really into it so i wanted to try figure out why and recently i tried to do it again because there was on sale uh on best buy for nine dollars oh wow yeah, and uh, the the new special edition or something, which is just the regular PS4 edition. It's just called a special edition for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and I played it, and I was just like, "Oh, apparently now you can like get married and have a house." <laughs> and I was like, "That that's pretty cool. I want to get that. married and, I did that and have in real a house. life." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like I, I like I like look around, and all these characters are are just like. 
Dragonborn, what's up? And I'm just yeah. like, I don't really want to talk to you, bro. I love how they're like looking in one direction and all of a sudden you start talking to them and they're just like, they're like zombies. They're like, <laughs> hello, sir. How can I help you? Like, they're all like uh, British and they just like, you know. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. It's just, I couldn't get into it. And I wish I, and I feel like if I gave the opening a bit more time, you know, because get get you have to get through the opening sequences, opening missions, get your flow going until you can find a find a lady to romance and marry into your house that you bought. I would probably just get superpowers and like fight everybody. I don't know. Like that's what I keep seeing. Like I would just be like tempted to be like fighting everybody and be like, hey, I'm gonna steal your house. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. But isn't it like you could like, turn into a werewolf too? Isn't that a thing? Like or a vampire? I think yeah. I think you can like pick pick like a faction or something to join, and one of them's like a vampire, one of them is a werewolf, one of them's like a an accountant. <laughs> no, I think they're like a like a band of mercenaries. Oh, at least so it's, it's not as cool. <laughs> it's not as cool it's, as being a it's werewolf. Chess club. You can join the chess club or be a werewolf. Yeah. Whatever, whatever you want to do. Yeah, I don't know. So it didn't work out again. So maybe in like 2024, I'll give it another go on the PlayStation 5 version. There you go. See, that's <laughs> that's what it is. Like you got to find the version that's right for you. It's not right exactly. there yet. One yeah. day it's gonna be the VR Super Special Edition, where no. you're gonna feel like the Dual Sense is gonna be like a bodysuit that you put on, and you're gonna feel everything. You know, you know, uh, I wanted to give it a shot. Because uh, my I have I have Save Wizard for PS4, which is like that cheat software. That yeah, gives you're you saying a save time. editor. Yeah, and I was like, hey, why don't I just give myself unlimited money? <laughs> and I and I gotta say, not even cheating can make this game fun for me. <laughs> so I was just like, okay, when are you guys gonna give me like a motorcycle to get around faster? And you know. I guess better powers because this is boring. Yeah. And apparently, Save Wizard didn't really have all that much stuff to give yourself like unlimited skill points. Mm -hmm. I think it was just like give you extra money. Yeah. So I was like, See, that's. I feel like that game though is like one of those games where you want to have to, um, level up yourself or like you earn your achievements because uh, like for me, yeah, but, that. but like, for like cheating like that, I would be like so I would be bored faster because then I'd be like it's like Grand Theft Auto. You would just go in and put in the cheats and then go have fun. Well, for for me, uh, I, if there's a game that I really like and I want to play through it, then I won't cheat. Like Mass Effect, I'm playing through it without cheats right now. But like with Skyrim, it needs spice. It needs <laughs> extra spice it's to make it make myself something. to make to get me through it. And I thought that cheats could be the spice. Yeah. Um, and apparently you could put mods into the game. There's a section in the PS4 version to put mods in the game, uh, but it, it locks your achievement or your trophies. You can't make trophy, get trophies if you enable it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I can just bypass that with Save Wizard. <laughs> but, you know, it still wasn't fun. So putting that back on the shelf for, for a well, rainy day. Well, you know day. what? I, I commend your effort because that's, that's good. You, you really tried. Like you tried the game's way you tried your way and you just still wasn't still wasn't sitting my, with you my 10-year journey of skyrim acceptance is, <laughs> is is still is still uh going you know it's funny though like once whatever the sixth game's gonna be you're just gonna like that'd be hilarious if like day one you just fall in love with it you're like <laughs> i don't know what it is like you just gotta play it <laughs> 
you you got you got to give it a shot. Just got to try. Skyrim was Skyrim was garbage, but this <laughs> this is perfection. It just hooks you from from the moment you hit start. <laughs> I think I have Oblivion on on 360. I just never played it. I think I just I think I got it back when I was buying 360 games. Yeah, because it was like cheap. Uh huh. Because 360 games are still cheap. Um. Well, I rem- so anyone that wants to collect for 360, get on that. Yeah, I do remember Oblivion being like pretty cool though. Like, um, not for me, like game wise, but like looking at it from Morrowind to that, like I was like, wow, you know, there's like textures and stuff in this game, and it's huge. Um, but yeah, that's as like I said, I got as far as just watching my brother play it because there was no way. Like even with Fallout games, Fallout games didn't do anything for me. Like just watching him play it was cool. Like. But like the slow down, every time you shoot somebody, it's slow down to like go through them or something. That was neat for like the first time, but I'd be like, hurry up and just shoot the guy. <laughs> like a bullet doesn't have to go slow motion every single time. It was cool, like their limbs would fall off and stuff. But then yeah. uh like then you gotta hack into some stuff and that was like eh, I was like, alright. It, remember- it looked fun, but it's just again, it's just one of those things where it's like I don't know if I can spend 10 hours a day playing that game and, like, be happy I spent 10 hours playing it. I don't know. Yeah, my... I borrowed... I remember I borrowed New Vegas from my friend, Fallout New Vegas. This is a long time ago. And I tried playing it, and I was bored also. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's just I hate Bethesda. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, no, I liked Wolfenstein. I played Wolfenstein A New Order. Yeah. And that was fun. Um, That's Bethesda, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's Bethesda. Mm-hmm. And I liked Doom 2016 when I played the demo. I just bought the regular. I just bought the game now, and yeah. I haven't played it yet. But uh, I'm gonna play that, and it was fun. It's, just, but maybe maybe I just like shooters. Well, I was gonna <laughs> say they're they're different. They're, uh, definitely they're different genres there. Yeah, I mean, I guess they're not open world either, are they? They're they're uh, um. I mean, they're, no, they're like they're, missions. Yeah, story. It's. They're linear for the most part where you have, I guess, checkpoints or goals to get to. You know, you yeah. can, uh, it's a little, it's not like tight quarters, like old Doom. It's like you have, if you don't want to go around this rock, you can go around this rock. Right, right. Over here or whatever. Yeah, that's, and that's fine. And I, and, and I like them a lot. It's, uh, it, gameplay was fine. The story was fine. Uh, more than fine. The gameplay was great. But <laughs> what am uh, I saying? <laughs> but I, I was, but I was just like thinking because maybe I hate Bethesda, but no, it's just I just don't like their open world games. <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you like do you get into games like that? Like, I I put that in the same. Well, I guess The Witcher Three is different, but would you be able to play something like The Witcher Three? I tried playing Witcher Three. I I couldn't get through yeah. it. That's what it is. Yeah. It's like a, it's an attention span thing where it's like. I don't know. It's just for me, I just don't feel like I have the time to do it. And if I do put the time in, like, I feel like it's eating my time. If that makes any sense. Like, it's not like, like, say if I was in school still and I came home and like had the weekend, I would play the hell out of it. I'm sure. But as, as an older, older gent, I feel like my free time is very precious to me. So like, I would want to play something like, uh, guaranteed fun. Yeah, exactly. Like something that's more entertaining. Cause then, I mean, I mean, it's sad to think about. I, I really envy the fact that someone could sit down and play. Like I remember now watching my brother. This was, you know, ten ten year ten plus years ago watching him play. So, um, 
Yeah, but he was like full on. He would just sit on his bed and just be like playing it and like loving the hell out of it. And, you know, like I said, everything I saw was cool. There was nothing where I was like, why are you doing that? Like the same thing watching him play Mass Effect. Um, But it was just something that I couldn't do because it was just, I don't know. I go back to try, like, I even remember trying to play Fable, like the Fable games. Mm-hmm. And my brother played those. He really liked those. But Fable was another thing I just couldn't really get into. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I tried uh, I tried playing Fable back uh, wh- because that's, like, one of the big 360, the Xbox exclusives. They're, like, everyone's, like, Halo, Gears of War, Fable. Those are, the like, the big ones everyone says. You know, mm-hmm. Forza. But I don't care about Forza. But uh, yeah, I try. I tried it, and I was like, "This is fine, I guess. Maybe you should remake it to be more modern, because I don't like it." <laughs> I don't know. No, because with a suggestion I, box. No, Just... I, I like I I like old games, but uh, if I if if something if it's something that I need to get into, I'm not invested in yet. It's kind of easier for me to get into it if it's more modern, you know. Yeah, uh, I hear like, you. Like a, a game like Fable, where you need to start learning about the game and and uh, get into like a rhythm of of what the of like the gameplay mechanics and the story characters. I don't want to put the time in if it's just like if it's if it's that dated. I I think uh, it I think it comes down to I don't like to do things for other like I don't like to be doing fetch chores. Quests. Yeah, fetch quests. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and that was like. Fable was that, Morrowind was that, like all those games are that. You know, you have to yeah. go do this to go do this, and it's like I don't want to do this. I don't care about doing this. I just want to do that. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's yeah, that's a thing you see in a lot of RPGs. Oh, uh, Persona doesn't do that. Persona Five doesn't doesn't do. They don't have like side quests like that. Mm-hmm. You just uh, going through the dungeons, and it's, it's it's a good time, but it's a very long game. <laughs> yeah, but um. Uh, you mentioned Mass Effect. Uh, I I'm playing Mass Effect now, and I love it more now than I did back in the day. Like I, I, it's it's I I was like, hey, I liked it a lot back in the day, but now I'm like, get uh, I'm seeing a lot of stuff I didn't get I didn't see back then. You know, like uh, a lot of content that was locked behind DLC, and that makes it better. Are like you, I, there's, are you still playing two, or did you get onto three yet? I'm on two still. Okay, but uh, like in like in two, that there's character DLCs. Like you could, there's a, there's a mercenary named Zahid Masani, who who's like, who's like a rough, like tough guy, mm-hmm. but he's super funny also, like unintentionally, uh, well intentionally by Bioware, but unintentionally by him. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, and then also like a like a thief named Kasumi. And she's got like a really nice like stealth attack where she turns invisible and then like teleports behind a guy and like stabs him mm-hmm. and it's like the best thing in the game <laughs> and and uh, and there's like a lot of uh, uh, a lot of DLC sh- like quests that are long like Project Overlord was like something where they tried to integrate like a human with like AI and that like went badly. <laughs> <laughs> But there was a lot of sad stuff that actually made me tear up throughout the game. So I'm like, I'm still invested, even though these games are still, even though they're remastered, they're still kind of dated. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just, I, 
they they made the characters so like they, they they gave them a lot of depth some more than others but there's these characters are not just side characters you use in your games to make it easier um they're actual characters they're your friends in the game they're your teammates mm-hmm. and they have their in in, the, in like mass effect 2 the best thing about the game that they added compared to mass effect 1 was loyalty missions which is they each have their own unique loyalty mission that uh uh, increases their like affinity to you. They like like you better if you do them. You don't have to do them. You just won't s- completely survive the suicide mission at the end of the game. <laughs> you know, sounds great. No, the suicide mission is probably the best mission in any video game that I can think of. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, don't it's s- just it's... don't spoil it because I'm gonna eventually play these games, and I hear yeah, like. When you talk about good games, like Mass Effect Two, just happens to be on that list like all the time. So I want to make yeah, sure Mass Effect Two is great. I experience it fresh. Um, yeah, uh, uh, you if you you're gonna want to play Mass Effect One just yeah. because you you could import stuff and it's it just right. feels good to to like have a character imported and imported and you have it all the way through. Yeah, well that's me too. It's, like I said, I'm always. Um, like that's the problem with me too. Like trying to catch up on games. Like I was mentioning Witcher three, but I would in my mind I want to be able to play like The Witcher one, two, then three. Um, but yeah, like Mass Effect one, people are like oh you don't need to really play it. Like I was mentioning before, like oh just kind of watch the whatever. There's like something on two or something that kind of like briefly describes one or whatever. However it goes, mm-hmm. but like you said, you should play one because you know. You, and for me personally, I would want to know the story behind you know, uh, it, like Shepard it, and everybody. And, it, and it's knowing the story, but it's also the fact that a lot of the choices you make do influence some things in the game in the first. So in the first game, if you make a certain choice, that will affect something in the second game. Mm-hmm. And um, and I and here's one thing is that there's some there's some choices in the second game that are very important to something that can happen in the third game. If you want to have the like the best possible ending, mm-hmm. you know, like you have to do something. Uh, in if you if you played Mass Effect three by itself, like without importing a Mass Effect two save file that did these specific things, mm-hmm. you are locked out of doing this one thing, <laughs> or like having this thing that's that really doesn't affect the ending at all, but it's just better. <laughs> like I I can't explain it without spoiling it. Gotcha. But uh. But it's it's just something that you should definitely watch out for, you know. Yeah, if you're you. if you if you start playing it eventually, um, I'll I'll keep I'll give you like a hint to what to watch out for, uh, because you can't easily make a mistake. Oh, okay. <laughs> and there's a there's a mistake. You play the game how you want to play it, except this one goddamn part. Just play it how it has to be played, because you can you can affect a lot of things. Okay. I don't know. I hear you. Uh, yeah, so I, I'm. Uh, I played through Mass Effect Two like normal mode, uh, but I'm. Pl- I want to play. I'm uh, playing through again uh, on Insanity, the hardest difficulty. <laughs> no, no. Here's here's my here's my uh, reasoning. Ma- I, I, first of all, I really like the game. I've already gotten the platinum. You don't need the difficulties to get the platinum in this game, in the re- in the Legendary Edition. Um. But there is a fourth, so that you can have like four trophy lists for this game. There's one for Mass Effect 1, 2, 3, and then for the Legendary Edition. The Legendary Edition has no platinum, but it does have difficulty trophies. 
So I want to get all those. And I got the I got the plat already in Mass Effect 2. So um, now I just have to get the difficulty trophy. Mm-hmm. And it's it's more fun on insanity. Like you know how in on high difficulties it's just frustrating sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just frustrating and, and stupid. Yeah. But in Mass Effect, Mass Effect 2 insanity mode is harder than Mass Effect 1's. Uh, but it just seems more balanced. Like this is how a game is meant to be played and the normal just dumbs it down. You know, everything is harder, things hit harder, you deal you do the same amount of damage, you just have higher higher armor. Um but it's it's a lot more fun and they're not bullet sponges. You, you have to learn the powers and combinations, you know, like the power combinations. Like some powers prime them and the other ones detonate them, things like that. And it, and if you just like start to decide to just want to shoot the whole way through, you just want to be a soldier. Mm-hmm. Just be the soldier class because so, the classes affect a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And uh, you have to pick the right bonus powers and stuff. It's just... Uh, it's just... It's just you can customize your character very well and all, all the classes play so differently. And that's what I like about it so much. So, uh, it's just worth a shot, you know? Nice. Uh, I'm I'm like rambling now, but I just really, I'm just really really into it. I see the passion. Like I feel the passion. Like I'm, I got so into it, man. Yeah. (laughs) No. And it's, it's kind of like, it's a little cringe to say, but it feels like I'm I'm like hanging out with my old friends again. There you because, go. Well, that's awesome. That's that's yeah. like what gaming should be with like, you know, for everybody has different experiences, and that's cool that you played them before, and that you're going back, and you're like, wow, that's that's really neat. That's, yeah, you know, it's just that's, I, I just awesome. I just like resonated with this game, uh, back back in the day and today. It's just uh, I I don't know. It's uh, and apparently there's a. Uh, there's there's gonna be I didn't know this I didn't keep up with all the game news nowadays but I started looking up Mass Effect stuff because I got back into this and apparently they are making a Mass Effect four yeah and it's gonna be a continuation of the original trilogy um so that's exciting <laughs> yeah well that's cool you know because uh, I did you ever play Andromeda no but I I do have it. And I'm gonna play it after I get all the trophies on this one. You'll so get it I'll once see you, how that you'll is. get it when you plug your PS3 in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm curious because uh, you know they said that. Well, the fa- it was, really with that game was the the graphics was the issue. I remember like this, the the uh, they made a big deal about the game coming out when it did. They're like the faces of like the characters were just ridiculous. There was a lot of issues. Yeah, yeah. and I'm I'm not sure if they fixed like the faces. They, but they did have like patches and stuff for a lot of the, the issues that they had. Um, I just never gave it a shot because it just didn't seem interesting. Um, it just seemed it, it, it seemed like the very base thing they could do for a Mass Effect game. They just wanted to throw another Mass Effect game out there. They, they should have. I don't know. It's uh, I, I hope I enjoy it. It's probably going to be a good game. It pro- might even have the best gameplay because of how recent it is. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just the the main draw for Mass Effect was was my character was with me the whole way through Mass Effect one two and three and my 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 uh, teammates were there with me also I did all the loyalty missions we right. had all, all these like bonding conversations and 
uh, now I, now I'm this guy. <laughs> now I'm a new, and I'm not even in. Stranger. I'm not even, and I'm not even in the same galaxy as the other Mass Effect. I'm, I'm just like completely removed from what's happening in this epic war of Mass Effect. And I doesn't even know who Shepard is. Commander Shepard, the hero of the universe that that ended the genophage. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Whatever. My gosh. Only time will tell, Jonah. Only time will tell. What yeah. It's uh I'm just looking forward to it because it's a it's it means so it, what it means is that I get to play as Shepard again in Mass Effect 4 and I get my old buddies back, then I'm going to be super happy. You're getting hope the it's... band back together, Jonah. Getting it's the just, old band back together. Yeah, it's just, uh, I hope I, I hope they send give us more information soon and it releases soon because I can't wait a couple <laughs> years. <laughs> That's cool, though. I, I, I miss being excited like that and uh, having those feelings. So I'm envious, um, but that's awesome, dude. Dude, you when whenever you're able to play through a game like, uh, like a good amount of time per day, you I'll, I'll you should you should play Mass Effect. Yeah, I'm definitely like, definitely gonna have to get that uh your Master Collection. But what you're what you're talking about kind of brings me back to like playing Metal Gear Solid Four, and I know that's an old game to talk about, but like when you get to that story where Solid Snake is in his life, like you feel like you've been with this character for so long and like the ending of that, you're just like so full of emotions and it's just like, it's really cool. And yeah, uh, man. Yeah. No idea. I, 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 I teared up multiple times. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's great though. That's awesome. Like throughout like, the playthroughs. Yeah. Like, uh, that's been, it's, a, uh, been a while since I, I remember feeling that, but yeah, I know Metal Gear Solid, that series did that for me a couple of times. You know, it, just uh like story wise was cool and um i don't know but yeah no that's great i'm definitely gonna have to play that then because that's that's highly recommended even you know like i said mass effect 2 just seems to be on the list of a lot of people's top games so i definitely gotta gotta play that so now and you know hopefully hopefully soon in the future i can set some time aside to really because again i don't like i the problem again is the time and like how you get into these games is you devote time to it and like you you get involved with those characters and the play like if i'm only gonna play it like two hours one day then i can't play it again for another five days i'm not gonna get that connection i'm not gonna feel that the story you know i'm just i'm just gonna end up playing it to play it you know and i don't want that to happen so i really have to like find the time to do it do it right because i think um it was a lot of games like i remember bioshock one i just kind of played to just play it but when it came down to the twist at the end i wasn't impressed like i was like i don't see what the big deal is but maybe it also had to do with the fact that i played it you know this year actually it was either this year or yeah 2000 yeah a couple months ago i played it but anyway like that game came out in what 2006, 2007, mm-hmm. something like that. So, for me to play it now and not be like, "Wow," you know, I back then was probably wow, but now I'm just like, "Eh, it was okay." <laughs> the environment was dull. It was cla- claustrophobic, and like you saved, it was the same, same thing over and over and over again. So yeah, that's yeah. I 
I, I remember I, not I, I, I beat, I think I beat Bioshock one, but I never, never really beat Bioshock two, but I got really into Bioshock infinite. Um, and I, and I beat that and I, and I really liked it. Yeah. I heard but that then I good. think I tried, I think I tried to replay it and I, I did, didn't really finish it the second playthrough. So I don't know. Maybe that was like a phase I went through. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, it's just, uh, yeah, I heard, I heard the second one. I heard you can skip the second one because it's like the first one almost. It's a continuation of the first one, obviously, but it's more of the same. And then, uh, this, uh, yeah, Bioshock Infinite, I heard, was, was pretty good. So, but um, anyway, Jonah, is there, we have like 20 minutes before we should end this, but um, was there anything you wanted to talk about besides games? Was there anything you watched over the weekend? Anything good? Actually, actually, yes. The I, I didn't even realize we were talking that long about games. Yeah, it's been an hour you know, and it, 40 minutes it, of it video just, games. It just went. It just kept happening. We that's just awesome. kept having things to that's say. The whole, that's the whole point of this. It's just to uh, shoot the shit as you will. <laughs> uh, recently, I was going to watch something on HBO Max, but I needed to update my app, so I didn't watch it on HBO Max. I decided to open up Netflix. Uh, so I opened up Netflix for the first time in forever, and you know what I saw on there? There's a there's a there's a thing there's an anime called Yasuke. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's about a black samurai in the uh, Warring States period of Japan. Is, is it new or no? Has it has it been? No, out? it's new. It okay. it came out this year. I don't know how recently it came out. It came out this year though, um, and I was like, that seems interesting. So I gave it a shot, and I like it a lot. It's a show. And it's not. It's a. It's an. Yeah, it's a show. It's episodic. Okay. Um. And it's. Uh. It was cool because I was like, oh, I guess this is like samurai and stuff, and it's gonna be cool. And there were samurai, but there's also mechs and magic. So I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh. And yeah. And apparently, Yasuke is based off like a real, real life like a uh, black samurai. Cool. Uh. But th- then again, this show. Is very fictional. <laughs> there's a, there's mechs and magic. <laughs> it's one of those things where someone told a story and like the person was half listening and then like told the story to someone else and like added everything else to it. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's pretty it's pretty great. It's uh, like Yasuke. Saying, oh, I caught the fish. It wasn't this big. It was this big. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. So the show like takes place like 20 years after the death of Oda Nobunaga, um, although it like goes back. Uh, it goes back like flash Jesus <laughs> uh, flashbacks uh, to when Yasuke was working for Nobunaga like during his youth mm-hmm. I don't know uh, and and then like Yasuke is trying to do some shit in modern times also when he's a grizzled grizzled uh, vet samurai veteran that's cool That's a, he's, I think he works as a boatman now but uh, it's it's a really cool show. A lot of cool fighting. I gotta I gotta check that out. It's, yeah. Um, what's it called? I think it's just called Yasuke. Okay, I'll t- I'll take like, a look on Netflix. Then if it's newer, like, uh, it, sh- it should pop up. It kind of reminds was, me was, of uh, um, or actually no, it reminds me that I should actually go back and watch and and finish Samurai Jack because I know that I don't know if I can watch. Yo, that. the the news the, the I saw the newest season as it was coming out. Samurai Jack. Yeah. And it was so good. Yeah, that's I never it, saw I never saw that that new season at all. So I was like, that's why you were talking about Samurai. I was like, shit, you know, I gotta, I actually have to finish Samurai Jack because I haven't seen that in over twenty years. But I loved that show when it first came out. 
and I gotta watch I, the new series. Or the I remember when I, I remember when I was a kid, with the episode one of Samurai Jack was was uh was premiering, and I was like, that's pretty cool. I started watching it, and there was that scene where he's like fighting all those like spiders mm-hmm. or whatever, and he's and I feel like I I don't remember, but I feel like that went on forever, <laughs> like that fight scene. Where he was just like slashing at these guys for like forever, and I was like, "Was that my like, like my brain as a child being like, hey, this is too much time paying attention to one thing, <laughs> or did that actually go on for as long as it did?" Uh, I have to. I, have, I don't know. Honestly, I have to rewatch the whole series because I forgot. Like I remember just watching it. I loved that though. That show. That was art style and everything was really cool, and the story was fun. And uh, yeah, I got I got to watch that. I got to remind myself to watch that. But um, actually, speaking of, well, it's not Japanese, but it was Chinese. Um, because I was talking about Jackie Chan. Like, I love Jackie Chan. I actually ended up watching one of his movies uh, on Prime the other day, which was like totally out of this world, man. You gotta watch it. You got you gotta let me know what you think. The dubbing sucks. I heard that um, if you can ever find like find the original um dialogue track, do it. But um. The dubbing's just ridiculous, like, because it's, like, a high-pitched voice for Jackie Chan, so, like, doesn't fit. But, uh, the movie is actually called, I gotta find it real quick, oh, uh, City Hunter, and it's based off a of manga. And do you ever see, um, do you ever see the, uh, clips where, like, Jackie Chan ends up in, like, the, the, uh, Street Fighter video game arcade? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, what the, that's what the movie's from. <laughs> like, that's what that scene's from. And it's just, like, it's just, it's such a crazy movie because it's, like, it's over the top in like in like a manga style type of thing, and uh, yeah. So the movie's called City Hunter, and I watched it. It's just freaking nuts, dude. It's just like it's it's like top Jackie Chan doing all his stunts and everything like that. Like awesome action, kung fu action, um, martial arts action, all that good stuff. But and then like because it's like you know the Asian directors and stuff like that. Like there's so many random like scenes in it. It's just it's just cool. It's really neat. It was, you know, it, it's like, if you can deal with Goofy, I think you'll be okay watching it. But for me, like, the dubbing was really, like, you got to, like, get past the, the bad dubbing of it, and then you should be okay. So, well, sometimes, especially with movies that, that Goofy, the dubbing being bad is kind of kind of adds to the charm. Yeah. Well, you know? that's, I mean, this I mean, one definitely, like... This is this is the movie where where he's like dressed up as Chun Li, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. At one That's, point, I love that, that. I love that clip. Yeah, dude. But yeah, I, you should check it out. It's on. It's on Amazon Prime. It's free to watch. And uh, actually, I, I, I watched it the other. I actually, night. <laughs> I actually know about City Hunter the manga. I've I've seen it before. I I don't remember reading it much, but uh-huh. I've seen it before. So I was like, oh, there's a movie, and Jackie Chan's a star of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's crazy. Well, it's. Cause um I don't know if it's if it's one of those things where like if you read the manga and then watch the movie you're gonna be like what the, like is it gonna be like a Dragon Ball Evolution situation where you're like what the fuck was that or is it something that like just watch by itself and it's funny and, and cool because um, I have no idea about the manga I just kind of looked up into it afterwards to be like okay like how like uh, how is you know this compared to that but it um it is like it is supposed to be like a humorous manga. Or humorous, humorous character, in a way. So I guess they, um, I guess they got it pretty close. But it's it's pretty cool. It's funny. It's ridiculous. That's what that's all I can say. <laughs> is it's ridiculous. So if you're into that, 
You should check it out. I mean, Jackie Chan's like a huge. Like I'm a I'm a huge fan of Jackie Chan, but it's just funny because uh, I've been reading, and like listening and watching a lot of interviews and stuff like that, and uh, yeah, it's crazy because if you only know him for like the American side of things, then um, like you're only getting half of Jackie Chan. Because uh, just real quick, when he's making a movie and and uh, in the Western region, like Asia and all that stuff. He's in charge of how many takes he can have or, you know, what choreography he's doing this, that. In America, like, for instance, they'll only have two days to do an action sequence. But in on his movie, he can take what's supposed to be two weeks and stretch it out to eight months if he has to. If he doesn't feel like he's getting it, you know, down, like, perfect. So, like, watch movies like Police Story and stuff like that, like... The whole movie is just constant action, 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 action. And uh, so it's, it's funny because you look at Rush Hour and you're like, oh, Rush Hour is like such a funny movie, Rumble in the Bronx and all those movies that uh, came to America. And then go watch like one of his Asian movies and, and your or movies that were made over there. And you're like, wow, there is a difference. Like it's just you can tell, but it's cool. I'm a fan. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> check check I'll, that out. I'll check it out. It's uh, I do like I, I do like the ridiculous movies and yeah, I'm I'm, I do... I'm actually interested to hear what you have to say about that because uh, I wasn't thinking you as I was watching it, but I was like, I wonder if this is something like I don't know if it'd be too over the top for you or is just because like uh, it's just it's just weird because it's like it's so bizarre but it's cool at the same time. Like if you admire his work and like his action. And you know that it's him doing all the stunts like that. It's just it's crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I liked the room <laughs> because it's so ridiculous. Uh huh. And this one and this Jackie Chan movie, even if it's ridiculous, there's actual combat and martial arts and like high skill uh, stunts. So that's going to be entertainment value right there. The, the fact that he becomes Chun-Li <laughs> for a little bit. Yeah, that's just uh, that's just like a cherry on top. Yeah, it's funny. It's it's like, uh, yeah, it's just it's so random, but it's so funny. It's cool, <laughs> and like the bad guys are just so freaking ridiculous. Like it's just like you're like why, <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. It's pretty cool. I I highly recommend it, Jonah. <laughs> yes, and to anyone out there that's never seen it or has seen it, and it's funny because like. I watched it and then I was going to go like to IMDb and be like, okay, this has to be like, like I liked it, but like, it's one of those where you're not sure how people must have thought about it, but people really liked it. Like people were like, this is like really good movie. I was like, wow, that's awesome. Like I thought it was going to be one of those, like people don't get it. Like they don't get the humor. They don't get the whatever, but yeah. <laughs> well, everyone gets Jackie Chan's city hunter. <laughs> Which is but you should, yeah. I'll give it a shot. You give Yasuke a shot. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, or, or what was that other one? I, I watched something like last week or something. I talked about it a bit, but I don't remember what it was. Like it was, it was a superhero thing on Netflix. Jupiter's oh yeah, Legacy. Yeah, Jupiter, you know, Jupiter's I was gonna, Legacy. I was gonna try to check that out, but I just like, you know, you have to be in the mood for something like that. And I was like, I just, I didn't get there. I wasn't in the mood to play it. Because you were kind of like, yeah. if you liked the first episode, you'll like it. But I'm like, uh, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. 
So I was looking like for other things at the time. That's fair. That's fair. And Yasuke will be your thing. I'm gonna check it out. I mean, that. And I mean, the, it is. It, it is an anime. So if you're not too big into anime, you know. I mean, I know you like Dragon Ball, but uh, it's. No, I like it's anime. Still, I like. Yeah. Uh, you know. Um, I've watched. I watched a few anime in my day, my friend. Yeah, you. Uh, you Hakusho, King of All Anime. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Fist of the North Star Ovas, The Giver, both 80s and 2000 version, Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter Alpha. Uh, <laughs> what else have I seen? Gundam Wing. Uh, I guess Castlevania, because that's the newest anime that I've seen. One Punch Man, freaking the most awesome show ever. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like you've watched more anime than me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, but I, you've you've come up with like you've seen, I don't know, like there's few like, like I'm not into, um, I don't know, maybe I'll give Attack on Titan once a chance. I, I tried getting that a chance when it first came out, but um, I was into Attack on Titan for a while. Uh, then I just stopped watching it, and and now it's not that I never started like disliking it. I just I don't really have much of a. Like a urge to watch yeah. it. I mean, I heard like, it's I've read good them. though. Like I heard it. It's it's either like getting really good because I think it's almost over, or well, the manga ended recently. Yeah, or that it or that it is good. I don't know. I I know they did make a, a live action movie or something to it, which looked pretty interesting. Looked pretty did it, did uh, it? looked pretty close to uh, the show in the manga. Was it a, was it one of the Japanese movies? Yeah. Okay, because they do that sometimes with anime. Like I remember there was a Death Note uh, live action movie. I heard that was t- that was on Netflix though, right? I heard that was. Terrible. Oh no, not that. I mean, like. Oh okay. I mean, I mean, like a while back there was oh, a Japanese right, right. one. And it looked gotcha. it looked more like the anime. Yeah. Than, okay. I I got gotcha. you. I forgot completely about the Netflix movie. <laughs> well, I never watched it, but I heard it was terrible, so I wasn't. I watched watch it. it, and I never I watched, watched it was the bad. show. Like I'm not into like people like oh you got to watch Bleach. I never jumped on Bleach. Uh, Berserker, is that it, or Berserk, whatever it is. Berserk, yeah. Um, they, uh, that that was in the news recently because apparently the Berserk writer just died. Yeah, uh, two weeks ago. I was actually going to bring that up last week, but I didn't know too. Like I never watched or read or anything of it, so I just find that here's the only thing I can compare that to is if like uh, Akira Toriyama uh, like passed away or the like the voice of Goku, because she's up there and she's like eighty something, I think. Um, so like. You know, if she goes soon, like, who's going to replace, you know, voice of Goku? And, because, uh, like I said, you have Toriyama, but now he's, you know, he has his, um, he has his, the, like, the new guy, right? Toyable, they, Toyable, or whatever his name is. Um, yeah, the, he delegates a lot of the stuff. So, with the Berserks guy, that, he was the big, he was the big guy, you know, he's the guy. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm sure that's... he's got, like, I'm sure he has, like, a, like a game plan written down, so I'm, I doubt it's gonna be like, "Hey, we can't finish it. He's dead." <laughs> so I'm sure they'll finish it. Yeah, My, I mean, uh, so hopefully, I, I feel bad and, for uh, for fans. I mean, um, I, did they say what he died of? I wasn't sure. I, I I don't I don't know. I just saw that he died, and uh, and I felt bad. You know, it was, it's just like he he seemed like a nice guy from what, what I've seen from his interviews. Yeah, and like he was putting together a a, a story that everyone loved. I didn't like it much. And that's, I'm separating this from that, but my, I didn't really like Berserk. 
uh, actually, the action scenes were great, but uh, every time I read it, it was just like, I, it was just uh, like an exercise and make me feel bad <laughs> oh, <okay>. because, <laughs> because it was like the worst things happened to the like nice people mm. just all the time in that it's like, I kept, I remember at one point I was reading just so something good will happen to somebody oh, because wow. I was like, something needs to happen. Something good needs to happen to somebody, yeah. but there was just bad things kept happening. I was like, I need to stop. Mm-hmm. My God. Yeah. But you know, some people like, like the, it was, just, it's an epic story. You know, in an epic adventure, and I and I get why that draws some people, uh, but I just I couldn't sit through a lot of the stuff that there was that was happening in in, in that story, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, I'm just gonna stop. Yeah. But it, there was uh, the character designs were great. The story was very well done. Um. And it's uh, it's not bad. It's just I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> well, not I mean, my, that's it's not for me. Yeah. That's. I mean, that's like a lot of. Like animes, like uh, what was the other one? The guy with the the kid with the metal arm and his and his robot brother. Um, what is that one? Oh, uh, Alch- Full Metal Alchemist. Uh, yeah, Full Metal Alchemist. I never watched either of those shows just because, like, I don't, I don't know. It's just I think it was like a style issue that I had with it, or like a like story. Like, they're, I tried to find something distinct, I can relate yeah. to, and I just, I just, I don't know. It just seemed like, like the magic aspect of it, I wasn't into. I don't know. I I I really like Women Alchemist. Uh, it's there's a lot of really cool moments in that show, and the, and I think it has a really good ending also. At least Brotherhood. I forget what the original anime did because it like it went off its own tangent because manga wasn't done by that point, so they had I to heard make their Brotherhood own stuff was up. better. Now is that are they completely two different things? Is it like one was rebooted or is it just a continuation well, or is it like something? No, no, it's it's they both they basically start at the same point because uh the first anime uh was started but it reached a point where the manga wasn't done yet. Mm-hmm. So they started doing their own thing. Uh and so there's like it goes from there and then it branches off, and this follow the Brotherhood follows the manga completely. Like, uh, I think one hundred percent. I'm I'm not sure if I'm like missing anything, but it, it's like very close to the manga, and uh, it's better for it because the manga does a very good job, and the original anime changes a lot of things, which I don't, I don't think they were good changes or bad changes. They're just different. You know, I just I didn't like them that much. Yeah. Especially when you see what you get in the in Brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Like the, and yeah, I'm not going to explain anything about it just because it's a spoiler and you will understand it because you don't know anything yeah, no, about no, it. No, that's but... fine. I mean, that's something uh, like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm always down for, for new stuff, but it was just at the time, I, I just, I, it might it might have looked too, like, I don't know. I can't even explain it. Like, I'd say it was a kid's it show, a, but maybe because I just distinct, didn't get it. It has a distinct art style um, where I guess it could could look a little bit more cartoonish if you're no if you're looking at the right the wrong scenes because mm-hmm. it can get very intense at certain points. Yeah. Um, but there there are scenes where it does get kind of silly, and there's a lot of some slapstick sometimes, but it can get also very dark. Yeah. And uh, a lot of good action se- sequences. So it's 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 worth a shot if you ever decide to give give it another go. Uh, but I, I feel like if you're if you get any free time, you should play Mass Effect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. So uh, yeah, awesome, Jonah. We hit the two hour mark, and I think uh, I think it was a good episode. You had a lot of good passionate 
spoken words about a few things today, so that's good. I have feelings, and I need to let them free. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I'm I'm excited to uh, hear about your your trip to New York. Hopefully, everything works out awesome. You can pick up something cool, or at least you see something cool anyway while you're out Hell there. Yeah. And, uh, I am curious. Statue of Liberty. I'm very curious about uh, game prices in there. Just you know, just because well, when I when I went in there, I, I remember looking for like a NES, uh, Nintendo Mini or uh, a NES Classic. That's what I meant to say. And uh, just looking at the games, I was in awe. Like I said, you saw like the Famicom games, Super Famicom games, like things that you wouldn't see in like a GameStop or anything like that, or or most local. Uh, retro stores, uh, but the prices were very expensive. Well, this is what I thought, you know, about yeah, spending no, at the time. I, I saw also they were pretty expensive last time I was there. But but for me, what I'm thinking is if I can see something that's kind of that because I I don't have like a database that I'm referencing. Mm. Like I'm like okay, that's something I need. That's something I need. I I like I, through the top of my head, I'm like okay, there's a game that I wanted. That's that game. I want that game. But if I can go to these stores and see what they have, and then I can, if I see something that's that I think is cool, um, that and it turns out it could be rare also, because I, I sometimes I just find a game that I had no idea existed, um, and it might, even if it's expensive, I can just cross reference on eBay. If it's cheaper, I'll just buy it here. Yeah. If it's uh, cheaper on eBay, I'll just buy it there, or I just won't buy it. I don't know. <laughs> But well, I, I, hope, I, I hope you get something because that'd be cool. But just watch yeah, out for that sales tax. That New York sales tax sucks. <laughs> yeah, the the one thing I'm also I'm also looking forward to seeing if they have any good foreign games. You know, um, I I found a place that's that shipped me some pretty cheap Japanese games, but also the shipping was the bulk of the price. Mm. So it kind of almost even. I still like save money and compared to what I was going to spend on those games on eBay. Yeah. But, um, it's, it's still, it was, I think I spent 60 bucks altogether. And like the games themselves were like $25, Okay, <laughs> you know? All so right. I don't, I don't like spending that much money on shipping. Yeah. But so anyway, Jonah, yeah, no, I, I hope that'll be cool. I'm excited to hear about that story. So, and you will too when you tune in next week. And uh, On Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> we fight Frieza's second form for sell. a whole week. Oh, you got sell on your shirt. Okay, <laughs> I got a sell cool. T-shirt. That's awesome. I like that shirt. I made it myself. I know you did. You, you don't make <laughs> me anything anymore. You need to pay the <laughs> troll toll. <laughs> Yay! I will do that next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> this is tell him JJ. That's right. Yes, Jonah. Would you like to, to to take us out like you've done for the past two weeks? I liked it. Go. Thank you for watching and listening and or listening, as my good friend Johnny B says. Uh, and I appreciate it that you show up, and I hope you do so again next week. This has been Tell Him JJ, and my name is Jonah T. And, and I'm that's. Jonah, I was going to say Jonah B. And I'm <laughs> Not Jonah Johnny, B. I'm Johnny B. <laughs> and we hope to see you again next week. Toodles. <laughs> you, you should stop letting me take over. I don't know how to end these things. This is hilarious. <laughs> I hope you all had an awesome time. We'll see you in the next one. Peace.
Boom.